Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, my God. Good morning, everybody. I just did something with awesome sauce. What, what, how did, where did, how, what, explain to me the concept of awesome sauce, James. Awesome sauce? Yeah. Uh, I believe it's what Kevin sprays all over the stage for Hollywood Babylon. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay, awesome. well, jeez. Um, I missed out on that. Oh, I yeah. thought it was cum. Yeah, pretty much. Go, Steve, go. I know. I thought that's uh, what it was. reach out there. And I don't know. The how to, I'm, I don't, I, this is the union gig. I All can't right. touch it. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the Smodcast This Morning Show, West Coast Tuesday edition. You are lucky. You are lucky. You are privileged, and we are privileged to have you listen and also join in on the conversation. Email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at noonerdanmarty uh, on the Twitter sphere. So uh, joining us, joining me, I should say. No, us. Us. Well, okay. Well, you guys, we're joining each other. Who's the show? You are the show. No, no, no. The audience Dan, is the Dan show. Dan Etheridge. Dan Etheridge. <laughs> Joining us uh, spiritually. Via proxy, Dan Etheridge. Dan Etheridge. It's the Dan Etheridge okay, show. We're gonna, oh, co-starring. He just said something really funny. Really? Yep. Thank you, Dan. Co-starring Marty Yu. Uh, sorry for the late start. Uh, that's completely on me. And uh, manning the boards, boarding the mans is... Yes. James, Myself, James, James yes. Franco Jr., and then we've got Steve Kruger, and we've got two mics set up for Elijah and uh, <laughs> Elijah's friend, Elijah's buddy. They have, they have, a, they have a weird Bruno. relationship with. <laughs> yeah. Not sure if they're together or um, not. No, not sure Emma. what's up with uh, Elijah, <laughs> Elijah's friend. No. But yeah, if you're in the North Hollywood area right now, yeah, we've stop got by. Two spots. Look, we got two open slots. And, uh, the gate should be open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we don't know where Bill and Emily are. Twenty-five after the hour here on this morning show. Yeah, we gave them. We gave them cloudy a skies. Four oh five. Curious. No, let's not. Let's not do a radio show. Let's do a podcast. We're doing a podcast where we reach out to you. You reach out to us, and sometimes we say things that are mildly amusing. It's like a comedic sixty-nine. Like we've got your <laughs> junk in our mouth. I think and actually we've got their, it's just a giant circle jerk. It's a circle jerk. Everyone's, <laughs> grab, everyone's grabbing someone else's pink area. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, you welcome, have, welcome. You have chosen wisely. Uh, in fact, uh, good morning to uh, Darren and Chris Brown and Renee, who's n- unable to listen today live, but we still lis- Yeah, I'm sure she'll listen on the pod. Uh, Jeff, Yako, Darren, I mentioned Lou, and then Seth mentioned something that uh, Samantha Aurelio is heading to L.A. Uh, and to that, uh, is she in the North Hollywood area right now? And yeah. he wants she to know be when, on the show. He wants to know when she'll be on the show. <laughs> Come on, she's going to be on the West yeah. Coast uh, Smod Show. Uh, who is Samantha Aurelio? I don't remember Samantha Aurelio. Oh, okay. I, I hate to say I, I, that, that's a new one for me. All right, Seth, let us know. What, who the hell she is? Who are you? Why are you bothering us? We're trying to do a fucking show here. Leave us alone. <laughs> and then Lance Mountain wants to know if anybody's going to be in San Francisco at IDF, baby. IDF right now. Yeah, it starts so, today. It starts what, today. Whatever IDF is, it's a big electronic show. Ah, okay. and that's where oh. we'll get to that in a moment. But the most Im- Syria, the second important, Syria. Yeah, we got to talk about <laughs> Syria. Syria. So right now Syria. we are on the brink, the brink of war, the brink of war. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Did you see that guy? crisis in Middle East? Charlie Rose interviewing him the other day. 
Uh, no, what was it? He's a special needs dictator. He, well, has, he looks he like has, Beaker. Yeah, his, well, he looks like Beaker and Larry Bird had, a, had an Arab kid. He yeah, has yeah. no fucking chin. And no neck. He's, no, yeah, he's yeah, weird like, receding hair, giant ears, and he's got a lisp. He's a little... <laughs> I, it's, he's adorable. I just, I like... I guess he takes the helmet off for interviews. <laughs> so then it's just like, Aww. there are no okay. chemical with okay, weapons. If you my... promise not to do it again, <laughs> I then will not we do won't. it. Yeah, it's like you know when a retarded kid charges you, he's just happy to see you. He's just excited <laughs> that there's a war and he can use his weapons. So, well, so we uh, gas some people. So that's all wrong. <laughs> basically, uh, Obama's in for penny and for pound right now. Like he cannot back he, off. Wait, from his he's what in for penny and for pound? I'm not a. F- I'm sorry, I need to travel back into time <laughs> during the fucking gold rush when no, that this phrase is a, made. A British, that's a British, the British I'm sorry, I have to travel back to the Revolutionary War. No, it's, it, they still use pennies and pounds, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, sorry to interrupt your your flow. No, but you know what? I, you can guess what it means. Yeah, I've never heard it before. Uh, I learned a lot on this in show. In for a diamond for a dollar? Never heard it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, speak in platitudes. <laughs> you just speak in angry, mean, racist terms. I'm not angry. <laughs> I know, but you speak them. Yeah. Who said angry? I'm hey. happy. I'm happy. Racist. Wait, speaking of angry, is yes. there someone at the doorbell? There is someone at the doorbell. If at I the doorbell. <laughs> is that a term? Is that a platitude? Morning. There he is. Wait, right into the mic. Get, get right in there. Give me a fucking break. Give me a shot. Oh, there's the angry. <laughs> there's the anger. Yeah, hey. you, you misinterpreted my anger. How? I know. I'm, I'm a Ironic. happy racist. Well, you came in Morning. at the right time because we we're talking about Syria. Oh, did I miss all the politics? Uh, no, no. You uh, came I'll in be at the back. Right time. <laughs> he actually took off his yeah. his cans just for the for the uh, the gag, um, the audio gag. Uh, yeah, but so you never know when you're being captured by the UStream camera. Yeah. Oh, that's right. By the way, if yes. you want to watch live, you can go on UStream. DJ or Jam Master Live. Jam Master Live. Um, so Russia has met with the uh, Syrian ministers. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Basically, they came up with a solution where if they, if uh, Syria gives up their... Russia never comes up with a solution. If they give up their chemical weapons um, and give them to UN control, uh, then, uh, you know, if... They can go back to killing the people, their own people, with their old-fashioned way way by beheading them. Okay, Uh, cool. And Problem you know solved. And Let's it, talk about actually, Miley Cyrus. It is a really great thing. <laughs> I tried. No, no, it's, it is a great thing, and the U.S. would be stupid not to take this because uh, basically there is no good solution, and this is the one that has the fewest amount of additional deaths because they there won't be any more chemical uh, people, chemical deaths, and there we won't chemical be, people, chemical people. Band? Yeah, my chemical <laughs> yeah. people romance, uh, and then the U.S. won't be the cause of other deaths and damage in Syria uh, directly. So I say go for it. But most importantly, new iPhone today! Yes. <laughs> and that's what's going on at ID3 or IDF. The IDF. In San Francisco. Uh, yes. Yeah. So they're going to announce two new iPhones today. One is a, a, sort of a, a simple upgrade of the iPhone 5 and believe me, iPhone And what 5S. do you have Marty there? You have some you have like a sort of special needs phone the, there. The, the, the iPhone <laughs> phone with the 5 with, with, with the plastic wheelchair, back. I don't know, you're smaller What and is cheaper. the Samsung? What I have the Samsung Galaxy and, and what is that? What is that running? Linux? It's running Android. <laughs> it Windows 3.1? It just did something that you 
message back. I know. How did you do that? I don't know how you did it. You <laughs> sent me James's contact info, and I'm like, boom, there it is. How did you do that? Yeah. I then. finally figured out how to do that on the yeah. iPhone. Yeah. I'm not an iPhone. I am not an iPhone genius. I and also I am not a. Uh, Wait, you can just take out iPhone. <laughs> I talk pretty. Uh, hey. No, no, absolutely not. Take no that. more of those. That's that's so hack. Come on, yeah, yeah that I like. Give, give me a Wookie. <laughs> you know what I want? I want uh, Jabba going ho ho ho. That's <laughs> right. I just want. We, if we were doing this as a TV show, we just cut to Jabba every joke going ho ho ho. <laughs> right. That would be our you. audience line. I don't really like the iPhone, and I just work for. Uh, sorry, I'm plugging my nose because I, I have a boogie deep in the uh, chamber. I worked for Microsoft, and. Uh, I went over to an. Uh, an <laughs> Didn't you sign an NDA for in perpetuity until Fuck that. death no and beyond? One, no one listens to this. No one's listening. <laughs> no one buys Microsoft. No one buys Microsoft. It's a, actually there. I'm. I became indoctrinated into the cult because I spent a week staring at the products. But I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm no fan of iPhones. But I'm no fan of Android. I'm just yeah. I, I just whatever is cheapest and best. It is know. like Syria. There's no right answer. So we should just continue to gas <laughs> oh my your God, own you people. Brought it full circle. There you go. That's so. Couple questions for you, James. Uh, one is, what does Ben Glebe think about Syria? Uh, pretty much the, the same as we all think. Yeah, uh, he doesn't. We don't want to go to war. Where but. is Syria? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, where, exactly. Uh, where is how close is it to uh, Jewistan or whatever it's called? Yeah, Israel. It's, it's just west of Iraq. Yeah, um, south of Turkey. South of Turkey. Yeah, you yes. lost me. So I, Ben Ben is pretty much the same as most Americans, I would imagine. On yeah, this, uh, I mean, but he's covered it extensively. I think uh, who was it that Chris Brown, Mister Brown, nine fifty nine asked uh, because I record his shows. But um, yeah, he. I mean, obviously, no one wants who who wants to go to war besides. The Democrats, because yeah. uh, mid midterm elections are coming up, and it makes the Republicans yeah. look weak. Exactly. Oh wait, did I think that or say that? Um, <laughs> and Steve on Twitter wants to know about your return to Hollywood. Triumphant Babylon. return. Now I did not know this. Please explain. Well, I uh, happen to have worked out uh, a situation for myself where I can continue to work at the Lovitz. Um, as well as uh, be able to work on Hollywood Babylon uh, live at the uh, Improv. Mm. Are they mutually exclusive? These two fiefdoms. Well, of, it's like it's like D- being on DC and Marvel at the same yeah. time. You know, it's like, it, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like being on Android and iPhone. It's like going to Yale and Princeton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> being a whiff and puff and a puff and whiff. <laughs> A Jabberwock. <laughs> Whatever. Is that what theirs is? A Jabberwock. That's what Browns is. I don't, I don't, I don't know Princeton. <laughs> Fuck Princeton. Jabber- Fuck Princeton. Yay! New catchphrase. Yeah. Fuck yourself, Princeton. Um, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I worked it out. Uh, you know, and I, when do you start? Or did you uh, Well, I did. This this past Friday, I did uh, my first... That's why he's saying the triumph and return. My first uh, episode back on and Hollywood Babylon. How was it? How did it oh, feel? Oh, it was great. They yeah. love... I mean, that, I got to thank everyone on the Twitter stream in the Twitter sphere. For uh, all the you know great comments and and yeah the Twitterverse I mean all the all the support and uh, kind words uh, thank you to everybody I mean it, it was a great time uh, I'll be back now next weekend I will not because I will be attending my 25 year uh, high school re- nice. reunion up in you're gonna uh, burn it down on the dance floor oh man I'm gonna boogie are they gonna have you are you gonna DJ <laughs> boogie uh, possibly my buddy's probably. Uh, 
because my buddy that uh, I graduated, one of the guys I graduated with, he's actually the mix coordinator now on the on the radio station up there. So I imagine he's probably going to be the guy hell, uh, boarding, uh, manning the boards and boarding the man. Nice. Gotcha. But I may do a, a guest spot. Yeah. And what era, if you were to spin like the music of your high school years? What the what would be some of the hot oh, hot tracks? The uh, fat beats. Some of the fat beats. Well, definitely. Uh, I'd have to play because I'm going to go. I would go into my strictly 1988 uh, right. set. So NWA, too short. I mean, I, <laughs> but you know, uh, there's there was Madonna. There was you know there was so many huge records back then. So right. I, it would be it'd be an um, interesting mix. Uh, I'd have to say because I'm just going to pull a little bit of everything from 1988 and just trip people out. Good time, Bobby McFerrin that year. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, that was awful. That we'll was, never do that again. The, the whip and puffs and the puff and whiffs will never reunite like this again. DC uh, and Marvel will never have a crush. Yeah. Uh, so let's all sorry fence. about your Browns. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, all of a sudden you hate Cleveland? <laughs> no, I know Cleveland for what it is, and that's a, Not a football, football team that can't win. But but you follow the Indians, right? I I mean I followed the game here and there, but I I sometime last year I got I had a nice revelation where I was at a Browns backers bar, and we were losing to Baltimore, and then there was this last second charge that could have led to a victory, and I was like, it's not gonna, we're not gonna win, and I'm not gonna get excited that we might win. And if we do win, I'll pat everyone on the back and high-five and get a beer. But we're not going to, so I'm not going to get worked up about it. And then we lost. And I was like, oh, I didn't get upset at all. This is great. I foretold this. <laughs> so, so I can so enjoy it. I, would, I mean, it's a proud city. I would love so it to be proud. So your soul has been killed, essentially. No, 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 no. You're, you're... I, uh, I'm focused. You know, I'm, there, there's a lot of other things. Cleveland isn't hung up on its past, and it's not hung up. And it's not on, hung up on its future. And it's not, well, <laughs> says not. someone who has nothing knows nothing about Cleveland. Um, <laughs> it's not hung up on whether or not the Browns are going to win, or whether or not the the rest of the nation thinks the Cleveland Browns are winners or losers. It's there's too much going on for us to give a shit about what everyone else thinks. Like, you're welcome to come to our party, but if you're not coming, it's still a fucking party, and you ain't going to be missed. There, it is. there you go. The, the uh, cultural ambassador to Cleveland. <laughs> um, Bill Watterson. I think that, that warrants this. More you know. <laughs> I mean, obviously I'd rather win, but like... I'm not gonna. I'm not one of those guys who shows up at the bar, Browns backers bar, half an hour early, saying this is the year. Like it's this isn't this isn't the year. It's like being a Red Sox fan before they won. I had the same exact. <laughs> you guys oh, yeah, fire gonna, this. Yeah, season. I know. But before they won, it was oh they're gonna lose. And I watched that uh, Mets game and watched Bill Buckner. I knew he was going. The guy, oh right, right, he's, right. No, this is a grounder that any human, at any boy in the league <laughs> oh, is gonna. Now he's no. like, I knew it was gonna happen. Through so his legs. I I and I still have that phantom limb of like they're gonna yep. lose right they keep winning like, <laughs> right, no right. it's september my birthday hit comes and the red sox go on a 40 game losing streak and you know carl yastrzemski pops it up and the yankees go and win the whatever yeah. so I, I i feel you i'm like yeah I actually the heard Patriots s- are doing great. Yeah, yeah. As as Wait, usual. No, did you- I heard something fascinating about Bill Buckner. Well, it's not specifically about Bill Buckner. It's more of sort of the era of sports. Um, this is before they had like official press conferences at the end of games. Dan Patrick was talking about this on on his show, and they would just go in the locker room. You know, lights in your face, and you wouldn't know who you were talking to. It wasn't set up. You hadn't showered. You weren't coming out in shirt, you know, jacket and tie, and you didn't have time to process. So it was like within within minutes of the ball going through Buckner's legs, it was. And, and he sat there 
and took it and just did, just did did the interviews like a, like a pro. And he, he rattled off a few epic meltdowns. You know, the, the giving up a home run in the ninth of the blah blah blah. These major World Series meltdowns and all those guys. You know, there was no PR people. There was no time he didn't to go call his if, agent. If, exactly, only. exactly. He just sat there and if took yeah. it. Only he had that same composure when a routine ground ball was coming at <laughs> yeah. him. Oh come on! You know what? Ouch. <laughs> it also took the the team, the Red Sox, to lose the next game. Like they didn't lose the World Series when. Yeah. For those of you listening, there's a game called baseball. <laughs> it's like soccer, but they throw the ball and they hit it with a stick, it and they run, a lot they, longer. and it takes a lot longer. You don't to, have to be in shape. It's incredibly, oh, incredibly boring. No, it's like cricket, but even less, less Indians. Less Indians. Well, and more <laughs> fucking Dominicans. And it's a horribly boring sport. And in the '80s, uh, the Red and you Sox. You know, it's even more boring is us talking. No, 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 no. This is good stuff. But Bill Buckner let a ground ball go through his legs, and the Red Sox, who were going to win the first World Series in like 800 years, uh, watched it all <laughs> fall apart. It is one of the most epic chokes of sports you will ever see. So, well, check it out. Uh, did anybody watch football this weekend? I didn't get to catch a single game. Didn't get to catch. I rooted against the, uh, the the Browns. <laughs> I went to an anti Browns bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean every bar in no. LA? Is there a Browns bar in LA? There's a few. There's a West Side. There's an East Side. Oh, nice. There's one up in uh, the one I would have gone to if, if I weren't on set is up in Hollywood. Um, oh, now we get to the meat of it. I forget. Uh, I forget what it's called. But it used to be. It used to be. It's on Coenga. It used to be like an English steak and potatoes joint. And now it's some sort of new swankier bar. Gotcha. Uh, it's really hard to watch football now, just when you all with all this concussion stuff that's coming out now. You know, I don't understand how there isn't a brutal injury on every single play. But these are sort of long term injuries that that are coming. You know, they just settled for whatever eight hundred million dollars uh, with the uh, players' union. Um, Wait, players get hurt in football? Yeah, <laughs> guys, fucking. <laughs> Leaping at one another to bring them to the ground? That that causes injury? Yeah. How well, dare they? Are you the, going to say that stewardesses die in crashes, too? Not like, to the same degree that... that I, I know, but if you don't want to die in a plane crash, don't become a stewardess. Um, I if, guess. You, if you don't want head injury... Yeah, but the thing is, they, I know, they're all, they they're, don't know the extent of head injuries. They haven't been studying them because it... They basically the mantra of coaches is well you know suck it up and get back out there, and how many fingers do you see? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck it, you're then make, fine. A, make a fist. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> Recite the Canterbury Tales. Ah, oh, you couldn't anyway. Right. You're communications major from. <laughs> Tennessee State. Get the fuck back in there. East Tennessee. East State. Tennessee. I love that in football when they list, they show you at the beginning of the game all the players and they list where they went to school. I, I, don't, I don't hear, I don't hear a lot of Ivy League. And then there's always like East Milton High School, and I'm like, yeah, he just he didn't didn't want that four year communications degree. But um, the the here's the big problem with the, the concussion thing is Yale. Go fighting whiffing puffs. Oh no, we're the we're the the bulldogs. Whatever, the bulldogs. You guys have a football team. Oh yeah, yeah. I we know. were the winningest team in the NCAA at Yale that year. Yeah. At Yale that year. Yeah, no, for you know, of all history. Just it's because weird watching guys we were the... play football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our, our quarterback played Hamlet in the fall play. Yeah, <laughs> that's how bad we were. That's, 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 not, not, that's not good. We have leather helmets, and uh... although we're dominant in track, a lot of uh, they, they oddly they recruit a lot of Irish and Australians for the track team successfully. Uh, nice. And women's something. 
No, yeah. <laughs> Soccer, maybe. <laughs> lacrosse. Some sort of ball. Like, maybe women's no. lacrosse. Yale had the... Uh, women don't have lacrosse, do they? They don't? I don't, I don't know. Think that, I think that's called field hockey. And that's just... No, no. Women's lacrosse. It's called camogie. They, they have women's lacrosse? Yeah. Right. yeah they have, Tweet in. No, I they, need to know. They have different... Uh, do they get retarded lesbians? <laughs> oh, my God. Put her in goal? Shut up. That's... A, just st- stop it. You're just no. baiting people now. I am baiting people. Come on, Twitter. Okay. What do you got? Come on. Concussions. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what? You yeah. ever had no, one? No. Uh, uh, yeah, never had one. suck. Uh, how did they you get hurt. one? Uh, skateboarding? Uh, I flipped over my bike once and woke up uh, an hour later on the ground. And uh, I'd hit wow. my head. And How'd you get one, Bill? Uh, I think I might have had two. Uh, <laughs> I stood up. Uh, I stood up, got, got a head rush, and went flat down in the back of my head in a... In a parking lot just went down and then uh i got hit on the head with a rock pretty hard how um not a great story uh (laughs) please tell we got time i gotta i i still don't understand the physics of this i i I got a football stuck up in a tree i grabbed a big rock i threw it where the football was i ran 20 yards covered my head counted to like 10 like, did, did at least twice as long as it would take for a rock to go up and come down, even though it shouldn't come down anywhere near me because I'd run 20 yards away from the tree. And when I uncovered my head, I got hit on the head with the, that rock. It's like someone Jeez. caught it in the tree and waited and watched me go over there and oh, waited till and, wow. and threw it at me. And this, <laughs> Fucking crows. And this was last week? <laughs> uh, this would have been eighth grade. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing about uh, the, these concussions is that you've got all these kids doing Pop Warner football, which is full tackle. Yeah. And then, you now, know, Marty, did you do Pop Warner football when you were? <laughs> yeah, I did. Your, your no, mom did. went to all the games. No, okay. I, I did flag football, but I, I did not do. What, what kind you of mean football? flag football? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then be a got real man to take kids. a hit, Marty. Yeah, and they're they're ingrained in this culture of. But did your you mom know, go faster, to any of the games? Hit harder. Did your mom go to the games? Shut up. <laughs> And then you've got all these college players, and then you've you know you've got these these NCAA schools, the, you know top twenty five schools like Miami, where everybody's just working their asses off, and it's a professional sport. They're making millions for the university. These guys are just taking getting concussion after concussion, and then of that roster, maybe two or three make make it to the the NFL, mm-hmm. you know. And the rest of them are yeah, just but the wreckage. others, the others have a great college degree to fall yeah. back on. Communications from University <laughs> yeah. of Miami, you know, the, you could do a lot with that. The studies of these these repetitive no? <laughs> head injuries, whatever CTEs, I guess, uh, they result from the Pop Warner years. It's just that re- mm-hmm. repetition of of head injuries, you know, just a- again and again and again. It's not just one single concussion. It's the right. multiple, multiple The cumulative hits. effect. Yeah. And so then you've got all these college kids who are probably going through the same pro- problem in, the, in later years, and they don't have a player's union to... You know, fall back on, and they don't. They don't have, have shit. They don't even get paid. They don't get paid. So, so what's the takeaway? Don't play football. No, you should pay college <laughs> kids. You oh, should give college kids money. Yeah. Pay college players. Yeah. I, I think you should. I, frankly, I mean, because you got to pay the track people. I'm like, who wants to pay track? No, but they're not a money sport. <laughs> like money sport. Pay them oh, what they're worth. That's a such football a good title is a money for something. Sport. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm with you. So there's the takeaway. And Problem or, solved. Let's go back to Syria. Let's apply yeah. this logic to a more exactly. critical issue in the world. <laughs> well, here's the thing in, in Syria is... <laughs> I was fucking with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I thought about it. Like oh. Syria got the much of the components of their chemical weapons from Russia. And now Russia's like brokering the deal of like, oh, you know, maybe you should uh, give them back. And so... 
Sirius spent good money for this this stuff, and then Rush is taking credit for something that they caused. They, they're they're taking some of the heat off of them about all that anti-gay stuff that's going on in Russia. And I guess the Olympics are coming to a part of Russia. That's right? going to get messy. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be it's weird. It's going to be the Winter so, Olympics really in 2014. So, yeah, I think there's a little uh, PR going on. Well, wasn't uh, the 1940 or 39, <laughs> whatever year it was? 38, yeah. 38, wasn't that in Germany? 36, 36. That was, it was uh, 32. This one? 32 or 36. No, no, 36. that was Mexico City. No, that was 30. Uh. Jesse Owens. Yeah, Jesse Owens. Yeah, it was 36. I, it was a little, I think it was a little uncomfortable at that one, uh, considering the yeah. <laughs> leader was uh, trying to take over the world or well, it was getting ready to. And uh, Jesse Owens won the gold. And so. Jesse Owens, the black American, African American. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, by the way, if Hitler you wanna, didn't like blacks too. If you want to <laughs> fact check us, you can go on yeah. go anywhere Tuesday morning dot tumblr dot com. Yes, where Darren, Darren and uh, uh, Tyson do a great job of keeping up uh, on what we talk about, which is not very much. Um, so, by the way, great Miley song. Anybody wrecking ball? Anybody? So good. Actually, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't hear I didn't it. See it. I'm trying to video? be more relevant, and I listened to this morning. Become morning becomes eclectic. What's it called? Morning the, becomes eclectic. Yeah. Uh, fucking boring. Is it? I, God, I, it's all these like boring, wimpy folk songs. Oh, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh God. So we, the we have state a local music. A local today. NPR music. There's no station. penises anywhere in the music. It's KCRW, but KCRW wimpy, spineless, to a bunch of <laughs> maudlin. Of self-serving. No, it's a bunch of like hipster bloated. women who are taking their kids, you know, oh, in their minivans God, to. No, no, they're, they're in, trying they're to be relevant. Prius, uh, station wagons, right? Right. The and Prius V, and they're going to private school. And they need to listen to um, it's Nico like, Case, right? So that they can, they can, they can still talk to themselves oh. that they're, you know, convince themselves that they're still hip. Did you, you know? hear the new whatever album? It's amazing. It's not amazing. It's fucking boring. It's all boring. <laughs> they all sound exactly the same. They're, they no one has any fire in them anywhere. You can tell from every song, like, I could beat that guy up. I could beat that guy up. I could beat that guy up. You're listening to the wrong thing. You you shouldn't be listening. That's music for... Soccer well, I'm not going to listen to it again. I gave it one try. I'm, like, I'm done. That's the spirit. Just give it one try. Well, one try is an hour long. And what is it's this an hour thing of my called? Life. A radio? Uh, am I saying that correctly? How is how is this uh, alchemy work? How is this med? You have to listen to what someone else wants to play and on their time. That's the only way you're exposed to new things. And Kirby. you can't pod it. You can't listen to it on your time. You have to like sit and... Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, don't, don't, it's use don't use pod as a verb. Don't use pod as a verb. You can pod. Pod can be a verb. caffeine's starting to kick in. Don't use pod as a verb. I'll get really angry. <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's get it going. You can pod. Your pod can be a verb. I haven't listened to the radio in a hundred years. It's it is. Uh, and I was a DJ in college. I liked playing music and exposing did you, people. When you were a DJ, did you spin um, vinyl? Did you spin? Did you guys use CDs? Both. What was your format? I was in the the era of both. So it was a little vinyl and a little CD mm-hmm. and carts for and carts carts yeah. for uh, top of the hour here. The Spot Goes Morning Show. Although that wasn't it. Everyone keeping score. <laughs> That was me doing a, a character doing the Smodco Morning Show. So top what, of the hour here on the Smodcoast Morning Show, Smodcast Network. Yep. What kind of records did you spin? Uh, I liked, you know, I was a, a everything guy. I liked, you know, metal and punk and reggae and hip hop, and I, I wanted it to 
feel like you hit uh, shuffle on your iPad, even though I didn't know what an iPad was yet. <laughs> at the time. I, I had not conceived what an I, iPad was, but I said, they're going to put all this music in a little tiny cigarette box case looking fucking thing, <laughs> and you're going to hit shuffle, and it's going to be awesome. So that's, there was no one, oh, I just play reggae for an hour or whatever, but yeah. I, I, I uh, local radio is horrible. Radio itself is horrible. It's pretty bad. Well, I think NPR is pretty good. It has its moments. There also is a lot of like, we're going to have a discussion on the nature of silence. And you're like, oh, <laughs> we have Bonnevar in the studio today. You want to talk about well, recording I, in the woods? Your third solo album. And I am getting tired of like, I do like storytelling in the moth, but there is a lot of like, um. So as a single Jewish woman exploring her sexuality in 1999. Ugh, God, Every time so I, t- I tune in, I'm, I, I always catch like. And as we study the life cycle of the fucking Bolivian moth, like, and then there's fucking sound of like weird sound effects. I'm like, I, I don't know what this is. I'm a little worried. Yeah, I'm just a little sick of the field reporting. Then it's like, yeah. and you can hear the clams clucking or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> it's the I'd same rather... fucking sound effect in every field report. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the end. It was executive produced by Bill Marston. Yeah, <laughs> engineered. But it, it took like nine people to just like we interviewed a guy. And Walk I, out with a zoom. I, I dropped it. Yeah. Some sound effects, and then I put a sting like yeah. that. Like, oh, God. that it you know it only takes one James to do this fucking. <laughs> yeah, show. I'm gonna say. I was gonna yeah. say this. this show was executive produced by yeah. James Franco Jr. Engineered oh. by James Franco Jr. <laughs> produced by Marty U Productions. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> LLC. And the clam sound effect. Yeah, fuck the radio. <laughs> this is so much better than radio. Yeah. Oh, you could say fuck. <laughs> Yeah. You could say fuck all that you want on a podcast. Part. Fuck, what, fuck, fuck. What happened fuck. to our stream? Oh, we're off. Oh, no, no. That's not the stream. Oh, okay. Uh, our stream is like getting the, the alley in between Steve and Bill. Please tweet in. Yeah. Tweet in a word that you want me to say on the air so I can say a horrible word that is broadcast <laughs> around the world. Please tweet in. If you tweet it, I will say it. Except for uh, I don't want no Jew stuff. Let's leave them alone. <laughs> you'll, no, you'll get around to it later. <laughs> yeah, no. Spoiler alert. Oh, boy. <laughs> I actually listened to another podcast. They cheated. I don't. I don't actually listen to this podcast because I'm not a fan of my work. But uh, <laughs> uh, comedy bang bang, which ironically was a bang bang was a, a term I used to use for a, a fictional seven year old Asian boy that I kept in my house. I would tell all my people. <laughs> I have a guy named Tran who's in a bottomless basket that is lowered onto me, and he would, in his Asian voice, he would go, "No more bang bang." That was his. <laughs> Begging for me to stop fucking him. So I li- I have like a, an attachment to Comedy Bang Bang. It's but personal for Kruger. It's personal. Comedy Bang Bang. And then I was dating this Japanese girl, and she made a card of herself in a basket at f- at four, and it said "No more Bang Bang." And it was oh, it was just <laughs> wow. She appreciated my my racism. Um, that aside, I listened to this podcast, yeah. and it was on the Earwolf Network. On the Earwolf Network, produ- executive produced by Scott Ackerman, yes, and-, and everybody else, and it was Maria Bamford. What? Maria Bamford. And Who's that? She, uh, <laughs> you know, this, this is the part of the show where it's the Maria Bamford files. I like to keep up with what's going on in her life. And she said that she's... Uh, a, it's a hilarious episode. I, I don't like to plug other... James Adomian is on it, and he's hilarious. Yeah, like I peed my pants. He's fucking funny, <laughs> as uh, Tom Likas. And she's real, she was really funny and really good, but she's talking about 
her relationship with your border. And, and she's talking about how they're going to move in together. Yeah, well, that's what I... And, and I'm, oh, you're going to need a new renter. That's what I thought. Like, So how does this work? Do you... And I'm just like... Do you need 30 days? And it's like, wait, why did... Why, did, why am I hearing about <laughs> my the, my border moving out on a fucking podcast? There you go. That's... Is this... Are we <laughs> in the 22nd was, century, people? And I just want to... Yeah. It's like, I want to confront him and, like, and just like well, press here you play. Go. No, no, like, here you go. This is your time. Yeah. You confront hey, him on border. this podcast. What's up with that? What's up with that? I need 30 days, bro. Yeah. So are you going to rent out your uh, rape dungeon? I mean, what's... I don't know. (laughs) Your your basement in Cleveland? Oh, my God. Well, I I don't know if it's happening because I know that uh, actually she's been hinting at that for a while. And I think he's, uh, you know... She doesn't like being in your dungeon downstairs. (laughs) It's where you keep the, the fucking retarded cousin, <laughs> the, that Kennedy that no one ever talked about. That's the apartment she'd stay in. She doesn't oh. want to live there with him. She lives in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they move in together? I, because I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> I need the rent money. All right. Here's, now we got to plot to a movie, so you got to break them up. Yeah, exactly. You got to like, there we go. You gotta like double down on getting back with her so you can keep the border. Yeah. But then she falls in love with you, and it got too close. And, and, oh, it's, and you, you all become a menage. And, it's a, it's a French, French movie. movie. In the yeah, third yeah. <laughs> Jules and Jim yeah. A. Maria Bamford. So, did you really find out that your border is moving out from a podcast? Yeah, it was That's l- fucking awesome. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. And so, like, he was he wasn't there last night, and and I was just thinking, that motherfucker. What uh, I- you're not going to get your deposit back if I don't get 30 days' notice. Oh. What what a world you live in, Marty! I know it's, it's fascinating. It's so weird wherever I go, the bulk of my communication is through is through podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the Marty U tentacles reach so, reach far. If I can just, I have a moment. I just need to say something to my Ask parents. Dan, it's his show. <laughs> hey, uh, mom and dad, I just need like five hundred bucks because uh, this guy uh, is moving out, and I really need the money because I already kind of spent it. What's your dad's and- name? John. Oh, John, you listen to a new podcast. Marty need money. He need a bed. He off real bad. So your mom's listening to okay. the podcast. And she, my out. mother had the checkbook out, and then she just put, she it, just away. put it away. <laughs> How many yen? It's 500. <laughs> I can't no, wait yen. for you to meet my mom. I, you know what? You know what? Get her in this fucking chair right now. I will go to town on your mom. I have so that, you know, not that, yet an that's not anything Chinese. you never want to hear somebody say. I will go to town on, on your, your mom. mom. <laughs> that's a really terrible thing to say. <laughs> She's an A milf. Oh, I'm picturing a milf. A milf. A milf. What's an A milf? Asian mother. I'd like to right, 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 There we go. Uh, so, what were you shooting this past weekend, Bill? I was doing a makeup, hair, and wardrobe camera test. Do you want to switch mics? Sure. I'm sorry. Probably what happened. Oh, he's going freestyle. Doing, oh, wait. This one's there you go. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Do you want to switch mics so that we can not hear you at all? Um, I was doing a hair, makeup, and uh, wardrobe test at USC, the school, um, USC Cin- uh, School of Cinema. Go fighting Trojans. Yeah. Um, for uh, for a sh- uh, Western that I'm shooting next was it, was it complex makeup? Uh, yeah, we're lost in the desert and burnt and scabs and, you know, scars. and. Did you tweet pictures? I didn't on that because I was oh. kind of checked out and I didn't want to be there. But I did tweet pictures of yesterday's set. What? Which was the uh, sci-fi pirate western action adventure, Buccaneer Galaxy, in which I played a thousand-year-old kung fu master orc monk. Guy, okay, with long hair. They're, they're, that old, that old story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's a big cliche. Uh, seen it. What is this show? Um, is this is a, a, a real effects-heavy director who uh, shoots primarily on green screen. Um, he's done a few award-winning shorts, Dr. Glamour. Um, and Award-winning, uh, you say? Dan Coolio, drug something, something, something. Um, he's very talented, Andrew Andrew Jones. Uh uh, never knows best productions, I believe. It and was. was this a feature or a short? This is he put a lot of his own uh, backbone into this one. He's trying to get this sold as a series. He's written, I think, two entire season arcs, and uh, is just went for a presentation that that was as you know, shooting for the moon. Like he, he didn't want to do a whole pilot, a whole half hour pilot, and skimp on all the effects. So he said, "I'm going to do a presentation where I." Right. Go, you know, through the roof with the effects, and they see what it could be as a result of that. So that's where he put all his investment. And it took three hours in the chair. I did a life cast uh, like a month ago, and it was three right, hours in that. the chair yeah, to, yeah. to turn into the the ogre, and it was, it was cool. That's awesome. Fake teeth, contact lenses. You know, it's it's really surreal. You you you're sitting in the chair, and as more and more stuff goes on, you just start to disappear. Like you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know who I'm looking at, and th- th- that whole like cheesy. The- I do that without makeup <laughs> as an actor. I don't, I don't I, know who I you can are. Really, yeah, with your dick tucked between your legs. <laughs> yeah, and I do the I, dance. Listening to the Cure. I will yeah. fuck me so bad. They, By the way, they say the eyes are the window of the soul, and <laughs> when you put in the contact, contact lenses and you look in the mirror, you're like, I, b- I have no soul. Bill does not yourself. live here anymore. Yeah. That's cool. Is that why you're uh, clean shaven for the prostate? Yeah. Yeah, because that's they literally glue it to you. Yeah. They glue your hair down. They glue the rubber to your face. So wow. I had to shave for that. Nice. Yeah, I did that on a show last summer. Are we in the summer? I don't even know. It's who knows. It's California, man. <laughs> Endless summer. Y'all. It was so much. I didn't do it. I was with uh, the actors who were getting schmitz on their face. And yeah. it was. I was jealous by the end because it was by the by three hours in when, with fake jowls yeah. and you know. Uh, it is the eyes and the teeth. Like you just when you put fake teeth in, it you, I, they would not recognize themselves. And I was, yeah. I was like, I want to look like the old guy from the fucking Muppets. I want to be because that's that's my sort of personality. That's I want to be yeah. that old that old coot. But uh, yeah, I'd catch a reflection. You'd forget. Like an hour would go by, and you know, you just it actually becomes more comfortable as the day goes on. Just and what about it. talking? Uh, talking. I took the teeth out in between takes because that was the most uncomfortable part. They weren't custom made teeth. For me, so I wasn't able to really communicate with them. <laughs> They're just the, the ones you get out of the little vending machines, like <laughs> the little plastic, plastic ones. ones. <laughs> it's just plastic buckets. Yeah, like <laughs> you're wearing thousands of you know dollars of makeup, and then you've got the plastic. Right. Yeah, the, yeah uh, we did teeth cast, red neck teeth, and, and all the actors had veneers because they all have veneers. So you, ba- it's like the dentist. It's this uh, putty that you put in your mouth, yep. yeah. and it would get stuck in the veneers. So I would sit there with some oh, you know wow. some celebrity, and they're like. I can't get this thing. You know, they're for twenty minutes. Is this guy's trying to unhinge their fucking veneer? Was that was awkward? Like, oh, uh, maybe we should. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, Chris Brown. Oh, so Chris. No, 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 no. Don't don't change your feelings about Maria Bamford. Yeah, so Chris is very happy. Chris is actually uh, not not being with Marty. Yeah, she's happy. I'm happy not being with her. But I we are we are actually genuinely friends, and she's super nice and super funny and just a a, a great person, and uh, has cute dogs. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we were t- speaking earlier about uh, the Kate Upton's boobs. Ooh, yeah, we'll get yeah. there. Uh, That's my top story. The presence of Dan Etheridge, and he uh, actually. Sent us some love, so I'm going to play that now. 
This better be high energy. I don't want this this mumbling shit. Yeah, we Dan can't does. take a dip in the show here. Not now. <laughs> this is a crucial juncture. Yeah, I don't know who's here today. Perhaps, uh, perhaps Steve or Bill or Emily. Certainly, Dujajoms. Anyway, this is Dan Etheridge. I am standing in a pharmacy in Williamsburg, where we are shooting episode six of the Carrie Diaries season two. It's been a great season so far. Cast and crew all in great spirits. Good scripts. We premiere in late October, and looking forward to that. But I tell you what, guys, and and gal. I miss you all terribly. I miss you all terribly. Also because I think I've been completely forgotten uh, on my own uh, once podcast. Uh, I look at the tweets now on Nooner Dan Marty, and, and everyone's moved on. And you know what? That's a strong testimony to how awesome you guys are and a great job that you're doing. Um, anyway, enough sincerity. What can I tell you? Yeah. No, Marty got a text. In the middle uh, I'm of not it. drinking for uh, most of the fall, uh, which uh, is an exciting prospect, not because I needed to stop drinking, but because I wanted to get my rest back and see how that felt. I just felt exhausted from the summer making the Veronica Mars movie and uh, and going right into the Carrie Diaries. Uh, and so far, I feel fan not so great. Um, <laughs> nah, it feels good. Uh, I sat in the park and read a book for most of the day Sunday. I highly recommend it. Not the book, but the park. All right, um, that's really the news from here. I know that wasn't terribly exciting, but I just want to say, thinking of you all, have a marvelous podcast. God bless you, each and every one. <laughs> what a class act that guy is. Thank you, Dan. Now, now who's that again? I, I don't yeah. know. He's, <laughs> he's the guy that used to press the wax cylinders when this was an old-timey... He cranked the... Uh, the, the <laughs> <laughs> the grandma. Who is he again? I forget him. <laughs> and by the way, this is Bill's f- first anniversary show. Yeah. Oh, so welcome. Right. I totally wasn't going to come, and then nice. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I got to. Uh, you were going to go to the arcade and play Millipede all day? Yeah. Like, I'm still Centipede. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was already done by the time Millipede came around. What was the deal with Miss Pac-Man? Why was it so much better? I loved Pac-Man. I'm the Pac-Man generation. But then they, they went, you got to play Miss Pac-Man. It's fucking Pac-Man with a bow. That's no, it. there were multiple mazes. Who cares? It's a ma- you're just running you're, around. You're screen. adding variety. No, adds- and then there was like a little animated thing where she falls in love. Yeah. And the- Who cares? Obviously, people did because it made zillions of dollars. I didn't get it. I don't. I All right, don't, Kate I don't care boobs. <laughs> Whoa, that's a fucking left turn. <laughs> no. She's on the cover of Vanity Fair, which show. I don't know why the print version of the magazine shows up because I read everything on my my tablet. Yeah. Um, and that poor mailman has to carry a 400-pound, basically just, uh, it's a box of uh, of uh, car ads or whatever's in Vanity Fair. It's just pointless. But she's on the cover with her gigantic boobs. And she reminds me of a girl I dated briefly in college who had blonde hair and gigantic boobs. And I dated her because she had blonde hair and gigantic boobs. There was, you know, she was like a double D. And uh, I was so excited to get them out. And then once once I did, they were wildly disappointing. They were, as she would lie on her back. Strange they would, nipples? They would, no, the nips were fine. They were a little, they, I like a little more pigment in them. But um, they would ride shotgun when she would lie on her back. And I was like, <laughs> ugh, that's gross. And when she'd sit up, they were two melting scoops of ice cream. <laughs> How old was she? I don't know, 20, 21. Oh, whatever. wow. What that's college? Just, that's tough. Yeah, she had giant, giant Kate Upton boobs. Um, and I was looking at Kate Upton, and I've seen Kate Upton's boobs un- unleashed, and they're almost better 
Leached, reined in. Reined in. And it made me think about when you're 18, you want giant boobs, and then you get them, and you go, eh, this is so – it's like having a Range Rover. Like, it's just – this is too much car for me. <laughs> this is, I can't park this fucking thing. I don't know. I've Ever since, I've had small boobs. All it's the a way, lot, all the way a lot to work with. I did date a, a woman in college who uh, – was, I'd actually had done a production of Equus at Brown, so she was naked. And a friend of mine who was a stand-up comedian had an entire riff on the size of her breasts uh, that it in- included such phrases as "Hello Hooterville," um, and it was the <laughs> breast play I'd ever seen. Um, so I ended up dating her. And you're you're right; it's just you're like they look good in a dress. They way are too much to deal with. Like a Range Rover looks good in a commercial, but then you get in and you're like, "This is this is hard to manipulate, and this is hard to move." And, and I. I I, uh, There's no room for me. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own personalities. What so about her, me and my feelings? <laughs> James, your feelings on this? Big, big, bo- big boobs? Yeah, you're big boobs. I like big boobs. All I like right. Them. I like the, them. You're, not a, you're not a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee? Uh, you see, they I, look I like good boobs, there. period. Uh, you know, oh, I love boobs. That's yeah. why the conversation popped into my But <laughs> yeah. it, I, I remember a girl uh, not too long ago who had wonderful looking boobs. Yeah, I'd fuck her. Oh, I'd fuck her, but, you know. I'd make her wear that top because I don't want them hanging. <laughs> this girl, this girl I was with had twice the size of those too. I mean, it, it was almost comically large. But um, I, there was some girl that had, she had beautiful boobs in the dress, and then I hooked up with her and I got them out, and they were like banana shaped. They kind of <laughs> hung down and pointed oh. not out and not not quite down. Horses nose. And she had that sort of chalky, dry nipples, you know, and they were pointy. <laughs> God, and I was like, to be a woman. Uh, yeah, no, it's terrible. Like, moisten your nipples. Like, this is gross. So I would actually make her put her bra back on. All right. <laughs> Tip of the day. Tip of the day. From Steve is... Yeah, look at her boob. They look great there. But then you get them out and it's, they're just Wait, everywhere. Where did you find? Uh, oh, Marty's got his own... He has a folder called... In his cookies, uh, yeah. Not Kate Upton nudies. <laughs> Stop looking at this, Mom. <laughs> Your mom stay out. Mom stay out. You look at more. Oh, look at her boobs. So I'm so big. Uh, yeah, I I agree with everybody here. I think that when boobs are really giant, then I I just focus on like God. That must be a pain when in the ass. Boobs having. are really giant. Yeah, it's like you you can't run very fast if you have like. I like that. That's real like, Yeah, they're easier to catch. <laughs> easier to keep in the well. Did any of those women? In, I want to date a girl that's a challenge to run down. Did any of those women in Cleveland have big boobs? I, I never. Well, I they know. had big everything. <laughs> they were just they were eating, a lot, yeah, was, eating a lot of McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Not a lot of vegan diets I don't going know on. That, that the health food, <laughs> homegrown, organic backyard <laughs> bullshit has gotten to Cleveland. Farm, farm to well or whatever they were kept yeah. in. Farm and to okay, so farm it, to prison. Farm to Anthony Sowell's basement. <laughs> so you got it from four pe- four guys. Uh, the general consensus is too much. There is such thing as too much boob. Too much titty. And it's just a person. <laughs> it's my person. Like no. some people like giant boobs, but they were just too much to deal with and i've gone smaller and smaller ever since and they don't look as good in a dress and the proportions aren't right but they're easier to deal with okay so basically steve likes the boobs of a 12 year old girl 12 year old boy like a fat boy (laughs) (laughs) you know who's getting boobs i i i I, I ashamedly tune into honey boo boo just because it's just total dog shit you gotta watch you have to watch something horrible uh-huh. and the if little, you're going to sexualize her then i'm, I'm going to sexual this is, oh it's going God. there you're but just, she's that little girl is the getting the entire show exists to sexualize her marty she's getting yeah <laughs> like i'm doing that they dress her up like a fucking whore and parade her out in front of perverts but this little fat fucking butterball is getting tits but not girl tits she's just getting f- like fab because she's flab. she's so malnourished <laughs> oh and misexercised. so she has these little like i'm like a six-year-old shouldn't have little 
tits. It's not her glands growing. It's just she's got fucking shoulder fat That's that true, has yeah. rolled down. Into- <laughs> and if Marty's mom's listening, uh, you might want to pause here. You might want to, yeah. It's, it's going to get real dark. Go on. That's it. <laughs> oh, by dark, you just mean a, like a, a, an abyss of silence. I yeah. just, if you got chalky, ashy, uh, <laughs> dry nipples, put some salve on them. Rub some <laughs> olive oil. I've never heard of chalky nipples before. Oh, they were horrible. They were, it was, and I was like. Chalky nipples? He was a comedian back in the uh, 20s. Yeah, he was a, he was <laughs> the famous vaudevillian. Chalky nipples. That, that's a character on, on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Oh, that's Chalky White. This chick had chalky nipples, and it was gr- and it made me look at my own nipples because I'm a dude. I've looked at my nipples once. I make sure that they're moist, that they're smooth, and that they're you know I, an olive oil isn't a bad idea because if someone's going to be licking it for an hour, you might as well get mm, getting fruity notes and um, I, I <laughs> maybe some it, paprika. You know? I dated a woman who had in one inverted nipple. Oh. Oh, and then wow. you just worked on it for a little bit, and it went, boink, and it <laughs> pop out. <laughs> you see, I like that. That's a challenge. Like, yeah, exactly. Create it, some it was fucking vacuum you pressure. You each other out. You're a good partnership. And then that, that's how I knew I was doing something right. Yeah. Only happened once. <laughs> but it's to all the small girl, small-breasted girls listening, of which I'm sure there are many, uh, don't, don't feel bad about your itty-bitty titties, because... No, I think it's sexy. I think it's yeah. nice. <laughs> you just creeped, Emily, your thoughts? Oh, you yeah. just creeped a bunch of women out. That's all right. <laughs> That's what I do. Small-breasted women out there, are like, oh, I want an implants now. <laughs> Don't get implants. You're fine. You're beautiful. Don't uh, worry there's about. There's nothing less attractive than implants. I have to say, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I had a, a chick who had really good ones. Like I, when she told me they were implants, I, I dropped what I was. I dropped her tit, which I was squeezing. <laughs> and I went, really? This is well done. So they can be done. It can be done well. I just think it's a, it's a sign of covering up something else. Small titties. <laughs> That's pretty. Good. You got small titty syndrome. You got to cover that up with some bigger titties. Yeah. Uh, Roger, that was good. Can we do another one? Just st- step on, step on that nail, please. Uh, yeah, there is a an article <laughs> on Jezebel uh, that Jezebel dot com, which is a sort of uh, feminist. It's a uh, website for women, I guess. I don't know. Are you familiar with it? No. Nope. Women know how yeah, to use the web? <laughs> oh, that's, my God. That's fucking news. <laughs> uh, He's so bad, Marty. He's so This bad. woman wrote, uh, her name is Rebecca Ray, and she wrote this article saying, um, Hey, worker dude, thanks for sticking your head in my door every time you walk by to make a comment about my outfit. It's really often off- awesome that on top of the other shit work I have to do every day here, I have to stop and answer your questions about what I'm wearing. So for once and for all, uh, here's everything you need to know. No, there is nothing I got all dressed up for. We don't have any big meetings. No one from corporate is coming down. Chill, man. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the whole uh, welcome wagon thing, but you can stop telling me that it's okay for me to dress comfortable and that I don't have to dress up for anyone around here it's great that no one in the office is worried about how i dress although you seem to kind of be i appreciate what you're trying to do i'm not mad at you and then it goes on and on basically saying i love to dress up and wear high heels good and good i work in tv and everyone dresses like it's a fucking 
Jimmy Buffett show. <laughs> Flip flops and shorts. And yeah. I was at an ad agency. There was a guy at this ad agency who looked exactly like Kevin Slattery. Looked exactly like whatever his name is from Mad Men. Gray hair, cut short, but he's wearing flip flops and shorts and a fucking <laughs> like a like a cut off rugby shirt. And I was like, no, you're not projecting. You're not projecting power. You look like a second set of a dead show getting ready to drop acid <laughs> for drums in space. Like I, I, It's one of my favorite moments of a, a, what I think is a, not a very good show, but Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Was, Nobody knows what that no, is. No, it's a show about the making every of... Aww. I watched them all because I couldn't believe it. But uh, <laughs> That was actually my introduction to Sorkin, so Aaron I heard Sorkin, how great yeah. he was. I was like, uh... He's, no. Maybe. Sports Night, is, Sports Night is better. <laughs> Sports Night is great. Yeah, well, now I'm, I'm season four of West Wing, watch all the Sports Night. Now, now I'm finally figuring it out, but... Uh, but there's a scene in it where uh, Matthew Perry is running a writer's room of a comedy show. And every, they have like a 60-year-old... I mean, Tina Fey. He's, no, that's the other one. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't okay. Tina Fey make the joke, uh, you know, oh, Aaron Sorkin and I wore the same outfit to this oh. uh, thing, but only his is longer and less funny? Uh, that's a good joke. We wore the did. same dress to yeah. this, uh, like at the Emmys or something. We wore that's the same dress, really but yeah, Aaron Sorkin's is longer. And, and then funny. Aaron Sorkin was on, on uh, 30 Rock. Yes. And, oh, really? Yeah, it was very funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't even remember my story. Yeah, you were saying uh, well, they, Matthew Perry's running. They, and the room was littered with uh, 55-year-old Jewish guys wearing Rasta caps and, uh, <laughs> and uh, T-shirts with flip-flops. And Matthew Perry said, no, we're going to wear shirts and ties here. And one of the writers said, hey, man, it's comedy. And Matthew Perry said, not yet, it's not. And I was like, yes, because I'm tired of... It is one of my pet peeves. I don't want to see anyone's fucking toes at work other than a woman. <laughs> right. And usually I'm masturbating in the bathroom. No, I like. I don't want to... Like, dudes just wear flip-flops and shorts, and they're like, yeah, it's, that's why I got into this business. And I appreciate... Um, Someone who puts on yeah, a little decorum. Little, yeah, I, I guess so. But it's that's not the point of this article. What was the point of the article? The article was she liked to dress up even though she didn't have to because she liked to. She thought all she, the other uh, casual ding dongs go up to her and say, what, what, you "Looking for a job?" Yeah, that's or, what I say. I'm the, that's my line. Oh no, yeah. she, they're like, "You don't have to dress job up interview on in your lunch hour." But <laughs> yes, I hate this place and I hate you. But it made me think. Like, <laughs> I mean, she's basically dressing like sexy for work. Because she feels good, but she's dressing sexy based on these cultural norms that are pushed by men, and it didn't. How happen. big are her boobs? Yeah. <laughs> like are they huge? Are they too big? How chalky are her nipples? <laughs> chalky nipples. Well, All I right. got in this discussion <laughs> last night about uh, with a well, friend with your border. Hang no. on, you didn't bring up he's moving out. I think it's great that she wants to dr- to dress sexy. Everyone likes to feel good about themselves. That's that's why I dress sexy. Uh, this is going to be tough. This is going to. I know. Though, this, is, this is this is dicey stuff. waters because this doesn't necessarily happen to a man. Well, because uh, it's so different to try to dress sexy as a man. You can dress nice as a man. Just look at me. You can like if you wear a jacket. <laughs> if you wear a jacket like a uh, button down jacket, and it was like, oh, what do you dress up so nice for? And it's like not a hassle. It's like, well, I got an audition, or oh, I just felt like it. Whatever. If you wear a suit to a bar, you're gonna get you're gonna get asked like, oh, what's with the suit? Blah blah blah. blah. It's less it's less harassing for a guy. But if you do dress a certain way, you have to accept, understand, know that it's going to be responded to in a certain way. If a woman dresses sexy at work, guys are going to talk to her more. Right. It's going to happen. So yeah. she shouldn't... So, 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 sure, have your blog to bitch about it, but... But know that it's going to happen. Yeah, one plus one equals two, lady. Yeah. It's going to happen. Well, I'm not saying it's the... great. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying I would do it, although I probably would if we worked together. Yeah. I probably wouldn't. I probably would talk to her if she was dressed all sexy. But I don't feel sorry for you. 
Yeah. Right. It goes back to the fake also, tits thing. I feel sorry for us. The, the witch? Because the of the witch. fake tits thing. <laughs> right. You don't get fake tits and then fucking get pull mad. Your, if- pull your shawl over because I'm looking at them. Isn't that why you bought them? Right. Yeah. You know? You put up a billboard for me to go see your movie. I went to the movie. You're fucking welcome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's, there's, how, there are how, limits. How to- big are her tits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So what about. And I think this is awful. Like, I find this actually depressing that, like, that's. That, yeah. Uh, that, that, you know, she, she dresses sexy because it feels good. Of course it does. And then there's this, like, price to be paid yeah. because right. it's such a misogynistic patriarchal society yeah. rape culture kind of gross i think once uh but I would, i'd totally hit on her once a lifetime everyone everyone <laughs> like women that dress well everyone in america should take take a pilgrimage to china and go work a week at foxcom or or you know where they yeah. make all the ipads and, and th- this is white people problems first, yeah, no, of course first no, 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 no. but these people are think they, i dress but it's nice at work but it, yeah it, there it, are not nets outside of your building to <laughs> prevent you from killing yourself because your workload but it is the world is we live crushing. in it is the world we live in do you go to an office uh uh, well, <laughs> you're, you're, but I, it's my home office. What do you wear in your home office? <laughs> yeah, I, put, I put on a tux. Yeah, I dress good. sexy. <laughs> I work more productively when I look when I feel better. Uh, she didn't say sexy though. She just said she dresses up and people in heels and so yeah. wear heels. Who cares? Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so a friend of mine, she's doing a. Um, she's speaking at a college about uh, body image, and. She's very much of, uh, like you, she's very anti makeup and, and she's, that's basically what she's going to talk about. And like, you know, women don't need to. How big are her tits? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are they so, huge? Are they nice? Are they round? But I made the point that there, there are times when she does wear makeup and it, it's, we, and we, she was sort of stumped by this woman as like, you don't want to tell a woman not to dress how she wants to dress, but at the same time, you don't want to feel uh, slavish towards fashion and, um, and getting the attention of, of men around you, yeah. right? Uh, do you, do you, like, I had two girlfriends who would not, Get out of bed. Like the first thing that they did when they got out of bed was put on makeup. Cry. (laughs) (laughs) Wipe their tears. Chosen wisely. (laughs) Wipe their tears and then uh, put on makeup. Hey, what's your border up to downstairs? What's he like? All right, get over it. Uh, (laughs) So, but I would I would always be like, why are you putting on makeup? It's like just try a day without it, and they couldn't do it. And it just seemed I I have you seen Gene Simmons without his makeup? Yes, well, he's horrifying. I did not date Gene no, Simmons. No. <laughs> uh, so, dated, what is your feeling about little... makeup? Uh, my on the feeling? dude? Yeah. On uh, women. Oh, Jesus. On women? No, I, I like a little makeup, I, I, but I like it more natural look. I think uh, painting up like a fucking whore doesn't do it for me. You know what does do it for me? The top of the hour here on the Smod Coast Morning Show. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Uh, by the way, tweet in if you want to join in the discussion. That's at uh, Nooner Dan Marty or Nooner Dan Marty at gmail.com. But to your point, that women, it's not even like they don't tart themselves up. Just some like makeup is an art form. There are yeah. people here in LA that that's what they do for a living. Yes. They make, they transform you to make you look better. And I don't, I think it should be taught in school. I think yeah. a lot of girls, a lot of, a lot of broads, yeah. doing fucking Tom Likas now because he said, <laughs> "What's up, ladies? What are you doing?" It, it, uh, they don't. Top, they of the hour. Don't, top of the hour. Top of the hour. Here's my Gus Marty show, ninety five point five. 
Blow me up, Tom. Tom Likas is this misogynist pig that has a show out here. That yeah. You know you're dealing with a douchebag if he's got the Likas 101 bumper sticker on yeah. his truck. Actually, Ralph Garman does a pretty good Tom Likas. Yeah. Anyway, does really good. women don't know how to put makeup on. So it's not tardy or look whorish. No, it's it's just, you, this is your face, and these are the areas that need to be helped. Yeah. And it would almost be helpful, like I think in school they should teach kids how to um, ride an, an escalator because they don't know how to. And I'd like I'd like people to be taught how to um, pay for stuff at a supermarket so they don't go, yeah. oh, oh, you need money now? Like, yeah, let's, let's move the world along. Yeah. But women, like they taught home ec, they should probably be taught how to paired off with a Hollywood makeup person and like you know you're, you need some smoky eyes because you're but you're, also they should get a droopy lid and this and but that. they should be taught that it's not an essential part of being part of society oh it absolutely is we went like a lesbian my sister my sister's never put a piece of makeup on her face she looks like a dude but no I, you don't but I think a make like a, an objective person not another teen another peer would say you don't need any makeup you're, yeah. you're this or, or or they would put makeup on and show you the wrong way like look you look like ronald mcdonald <laughs> yeah, or right. something because I, I see little 13 year olds experimenting with it and it's just it's like the first time you edit and you're like smoke wipe and do a, you know <laughs> right. happy days wipe you're right. just like hitting every but they're like <laughs> putting other eyes and everything. shutter dissolve yeah and- shutter dissolve and then cube wipe and then like just <laughs> relax so you're beautiful girls. Make sure your boobs aren't too big. Yeah. <laughs> if your boobs are too big, start running. But I don't know. It's just so weird knowing that every morning, if like it would be like 45 minutes before. Yeah, that's I, part of the routine. You have to. Just like, uh, it's so right? sad. Jenny uh, Marie suggests that men love the natural look, but they don't realize that it's makeup made to look naturally beautiful. Nailed it. There you go. There that's it. it. That's great. Although you I don't wear. I, I didn't know you wear makeup. I, you know, that's the right. tagline. But I from, have, I, you know, I've. I've been in a relationship where I've, you know, woken up in the morning. We've been staying together for a while, and I know she's not she's not wearing makeup. I was with her the whole time, and I find her incredibly beautiful, just au natural. And she didn't fart once during that whole time. Doesn't matter because she dumped. Oh, just saying. <laughs> Bill, how are you doing? How's your heart doing? Uh, I hit rock bottom last week. I got really upset, and I went for a super aggressive bike ride because I was really angry at myself for still being so down and i wiped out really bad oh and uh, left, the, left a significant portion of can my you elbow. show the camera the, your elbow by the way <laughs> i left a significant that. portion of my elbow on the uh, bike path and around th- echo park lake did you think right. anything more about wearing a helmet no i landed on my side so it's all good <laughs> it, you didn't look at it as like a warning, you know, just like, why did you go to Echo Park, like where couples are on those boats and it's this beautiful, like you should go where like dumped people go right. <laughs> or like there's got to be just some, it's, where um, do you go, Marty? Uh, you just yeah. you bike on the LA River. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do. Nothing yeah. sadder than Skid that. Skid Row downtown. Uh, what's going do. You go, go. to get um, from downtown up into Silver Lake, Los Feliz. You got to pass by that lake, and usually the path is an easier way than the road. So, you, when but. you say you hit rock bottom, you literally, literally, hit rock I, I hit rock bottom and then slid for twenty feet. Um, was it you, you just skidded out? Uh, I just um, it, it was almost like a metaphor. Like I just did not. I wanted to keep going and going fast, and there was this row of people, and I couldn't get around them. And I didn't want to stop, and I didn't want to slow down, so I tried to use the grass. And when I cut back in from the grass to the path, the tire got lodged. Oh, right, right. Uh, between the, the, the concrete the, path and the, and the, the grass. lawn, the grass. Yeah. And I just went flying. Um, and then 
score. And I got back up and rode for another hour, bleeding all over the uh, bike paths of blood Los mixing Angeles. with blood mixing with tears. That's um, pretty much exactly what happened. And uh, how how did it pull you out of it? Um, in a way, in a way, um, I haven't been that low since, and I sort of realized um, how often it reminded me of these other times in my life when I've been upset and taken it out on myself. Like, I've crashed my car because a girl screwed around with my best friend. I, you know, I've hurt myself in other ways. I, I hurt myself in Joshua Tree bouldering because I was upset and I was just leaping from rock to rock, like, just needing to get away from whatever I was feeling and I smashed into the rocks. So it's like, I've, I've done this before in my life where I've physically hurt myself because I was emotionally very upset. And that's when you're like, okay, take it easy. So Get you it sh- together. You should be wearing a helmet whenever you're sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll have a sad hat. Sad, sad hat. <laughs> I'll get a sad hat. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, well, I'm glad you feel better. A little I do. Bit. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm still sad. I'm surprised I'm still sad. Um, but uh, fuck it. Yay. I'm not going to crash anymore. I think I think that's as low as I'm going to get. So. Right. So I called my brother and said, I hit rock bottom. He goes, congratulations. Yeah, because it's all up from there. There you go. Yeah, unless you could recognize it. Yeah, <clears throat> you know something's been eating at me while you've been uh, discussing your feelings, um, and it has nothing. <laughs> Why to do are with you it. such a pussy? <laughs> no, no, no. Where's your I, backbone? You're, you're a beautiful. I thought you were a man. <laughs> you do realize you're a beautiful man, right? So you don't have to even worry about this shit. <laughs> like, you're a gorgeous. Man. They're the fucked up ones, though. They're the the pretty ones are. Um, oh, yeah, boy. those are the worst. Stay away. They're a mess. Uh, pretty. I'm rugged. You're pretty. You got a just because pre- I'm clean shaven. You got a pretty mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, brother. I'd, I'd fuck you. Um, no, this has been eating at me because I, it has to be. It has to be said. I know you said Say it on it. an earlier uh, uh, show. I don't listen to the show. I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not, I don't listen. What don't care is for the proper escalator etiquette? Let these people know. Wow, Bill is fucking. He's pouring his heart out. And you're like, how do you use? An how escalator? do you use an elevator? Escalator, we are really whatever. dudes. We need yeah. a chick here to, to <laughs> no, balance this off. It is fucking annoying when people stand on both sides. LA people don't understand that you are sharing the city with lots of other people. So yeah. on an escalator, they just post up and stand wherever the fuck they want. Yeah. It's very simple. Right is for standing. Left is for walking. Yes. Let's go over that again. Oh shit! What was it? <laughs> right is for standing, left is for walking. But it's the same on the bike paths. I was using the um, the bike paths down by the beach, and oh, they specifically well, say are... bike paths, no pedestrians. People and there's a family the of six are standing in a in a wall. They're not right. even walking double file. They're just standing in a wall so that bikes on neither side can travel on the bike path. It's like guys, there's a, a beach, a gorgeous beach to your left. There's a pedestrian Walkway, path to your yeah, right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing, clogging up the specifically marked? bicycle path and if you're gonna do that walk single file just no don't do it just, just don't do yeah, it and these, these people want to take outside. a picture of the su- of the sunset on the beach right so they stand in the middle of the bike path to get their picture it's like 20 yards either direction you're gonna get the exact same picture get off the fucking bike not even path. 20 not even 20 yards standing there for? 10 5 feet yeah either and you're just standing in the middle of the bike path taking your picture like, i should run you over you shouldn't run anyone over because you are legally uh, li- there's legal implications. But you should walk around with pepper spray and just just as, as sort of like you like this hippie. This hippie used to Drive mist by. the writers' Destroy, room. She yeah. would mist with some fucking faggot hippie concoction. Just wherever you go, just kind of lay down like a little ground cover. Because I got sprayed <laughs> just as a joke once, and 
you, you don't you just have to be in the vicinity and you're fucking destroyed really it's I've not even in the face it is the worst pain i've ever experienced <laughs> except for pinching a nerve in my neck a guy sprayed it and i walked into the cloud and it was six hours of like uh, wow. i can't fucking see so if you just kind of ride on your bike and just got strategic spurts of pepper spray and you know you're just basically just spicing them you know, you're, you're not you're like go oh, i'm sorry i was enjoying some uh, some feta cheese and i wanted some spice on it and then you just blind a couple of fucking kids at the beach you know they get better you're a hero they'll be, they'll be fine in a few hours that's a little yeah. tip for you fans <laughs> uh, fucking pepper michael, spray everybody michael in germany said my parents car did also suffer because of a girl now that is a loaded thing because it is it like the girl just vandalized his parents car or did you ruin the shocks banging the shit out of her in the back seat for yeah. years yeah. oh i'm trying to put a positive spin no, no, on it's things good it's good days, i like guys. that I like that's that. an all new me <laughs> i like it <laughs> cars are important to germans too that's big that's a big deal yeah i spun out uh I was taking a curve way too fast because the girl I had asked out, I was a senior in college, in high school and I asked out a freshman. I was like, well, this, this will be easy. And she said no. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't even get that. And then, uh, she spent the whole night at my house flirting with my best friend who flirted back. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm super pissed. So I went for, I was driving way too fast and spun out and went off the road into a ditch sideways into a line of trees. <laughs> Did it total in the car? No, I drove it for another five, six months. Ah. Couldn't get in the passenger side, though. Um, you see, girls you had, just had don't, they don't elicit that much passion in me. Maybe that's because I'm not a passionate man. I just never, and I've been dumped. Although, usually, I do the dumping. But one girl in high school dumped me, and I got very blue. But I never, I don't know. Maybe I'm dead inside. <laughs> Actually, I know I'm dead inside. Um, what about you, Marty? What, what, actually, what's your fucking excuse? Let me remove that question, Marty. What's your What's your excuse? Why Why have you not found love? Oh, I just. All right, next question. <laughs> so don't get all tweetersin on me. Answer Answer yeah. the question. The So Chris Brown was talking about how in other countries uh, that Let's talk about Syria again. Left hand. Why you can't find love <laughs> in Syria? In Syria, left hand drive uh, places. You know, it's the opposite. You know, that also it works the same on pedestrians, on sidewalks. Like people, especially in New York, you know, just get moving. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, get moving. And then B, if you're going to be slow, don't, don't be, don't take up the majority of the sidewalk. Um, but it bugs the shit out of me when I'm like, I'm running along and then there's, I'm on the right side of the, the, uh, sidewalk and then there's somebody also coming at me on the left side and then they keep moving to the left, which is my right. It's like no, it's just like the roads. Right, go on the this right. This is not right. hard. This is not yeah. complicated. Let's not reinvent our, <laughs> but, our modes of transportation here. I, but then I worked on this commercial where with a bunch of Japanese people, and like we're all walking. You know, it's a, a workplace, and they they're walking on the left yeah, side, and I'm on the right side, and then we're like just converging on each other. And I'm like, oh right, because they in Japan. Drive on the left side of the road, which is the stupidest thing in the world. I mean, so is just, that a hangover from the Romans? Because the Romans marched on the left side of the road. I, I, I was. I it's just England and England and Japan, right? That's the only. Uh, no, 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 there are a bunch of. Uh, I think Australia, uh, uh, Australia, and then really, yeah. And you know then, what? Our fans would actually know because none, yeah, none of them are here in America yeah. or California. Uh, and then <laughs> what side of the road do you drive on? There's a yes. Polynesian Tweet country in. that just switched. Papua New Guinea. Uh, 
but I think they switched from right to left, and there's a reason for it, and it might be because uh, in Japan... They were bored and they didn't have anything else to do. No, in Japan, <laughs> the taxes become more, uh, the higher and higher, or the, the licensing becomes higher and higher the older your car is. So, because it, the automobile industry is so big there, they, they're trying to keep it going. Yeah. So they export a ton of cars, uh, used cars. Oh, right. And With so, the steering wheel on the other side. Right. And I think that this country did switch just so that they can get... Uh, um, cheaper cars. Uh, interesting. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, but anyhow, everybody, it's, it makes no sense. We should. It should have all been universal, and then people could walk normally. We should all speak English. Exactly, and I'll use dollars, decimals, and yeah, miles. We should all listen to rock and roll. Miles and inches. I think I would, rap is acceptable, pounds. too. Rap has passion. Yeah. But yes, don't listen to KCRW. Don't listen to Bonnevar. You're, it's boring. It's, it's mu- so music. Boring. It's music to do yoga to. Oh my god! It's, stop it. Listen to New Queens of Stone Actually, Age. Like listen to Kendrick bon Lamar. Listen. What do you listen I to? Like Bonnevar. Oh my god! Of course you do. Are you an Archangel member of KCRW? Do you get a tote bag? I don't listen, I don't listen <laughs> to KCRW. Fairy, how dare you? Listen to uh, Kanye. It's good. Listen to Jay Z. Laura Marling is really good. She's a folk singer out of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyhow, if Michael, the chick has a capo and a guitar. Tar, just keep moving. Just Michael, keep oh, you know who sucks? Took out Decemberists. <laughs> they oh, suck. God. Oh, they suck. Sucks. Oh my God, they're so bad. Oh, oh my God, they're so bad. the worst <laughs> vocalist. It's so sappy and and self serving. Oh God. I'm Don't name your song. band after the Decemberist uprising of nineteen. 19- don't make me look up your fucking band. Right. 1917 was it? 1911. I don't just like don't do not, not rock and roll and history are on opposite ends. Unless of the you're Iron Maiden and you're doing Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Maiden gets yeah. a pass. Maiden gets a pass. <laughs> yeah. Maiden always gets. Uh, a by pass. the way, Michael Los dis- Angeles. I'm your oh, Michael destroyed you. his car because he his <laughs> a girl hooked up with his best friend. That's totally fair. Did, what happened to you and your f- friend who hooked up with the? Uh, he actually copped to it and apologized to me, and uh, and he's been my oldest and best friend ever since. And was it hard to accept the apology? No, because it was just flirting, uh-huh. you know, and you know, big deal. And I cared a, a lot more about him than I did about her. Right, right. And she was a freshman. Shut up. All right. Good job. I hadn't been kissed yet. I was trying to get somewhere with somebody. I, I support you. Have you seen that that video of the girl who's twerking upside down and then she falls into a coffee table and catches on fire? Yeah, it looks... I mean, I like it, but it looks super staged. It uh, is. Oh, it, I yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it, I thought they did a really good job of it. Very um, good job. Yeah. yeah, she f- falls into a glass coffee table that has candles and a, a bottle of booze on it, and then right. she comes up and her lap Covered is on fire. Yeah. I would have bought it up until the fire. Like, I really was... It, it felt real, but they it, just like everything else in Hollywood, Jimmy Kimmel faked it. It's his. Right. So if she's you, a stunt woman, and it's on the internet. If now. you go online, she's a really cute stunt woman. Yeah, she's yeah cute. They're, they're, a lot of stunt women are not that cute. Yeah, they're usually you know, and so r- like r- retarded lesbians. There's an extension, extended version. <laughs> I of fall that. off the car. There's an extended <laughs> version of the clip where Jimmy Kimmel runs in with a, a fire extinguisher yes. and puts it out. But it's very clever. Like I mean, he's good at prank doing very absolutely. Pranks. I don't know what the prank means though. It's that's the internet. You just, just capitalizing on whatever's trending. Which it's is it made it got like nine million hits. Yeah, in, that's, in a week. that that is the the end result. There's no takeaway. There's no learning lesson. There's no morality. It is get. 11 million, 8 million, 9 million? 9 million, 9 million people to click on it. You are, you control the world. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He won. We lost. Fair enough. So good work. But don't, the fire was too much. 
That was just that's <laughs> okay. my, that my notes on his right, right. internet but, meme. But if you didn't have the fire, then it wouldn't have had the nine million hits. Like it, there's an art one to can doing argue a, a the, prank the, video. The yes, um, I love that prank video where the guy went into a college class, pretended he was a professor. And had them do all these weird things. I mean, it was a real prank. Like, it was shot with, with cell phone cameras. And then the professor, three minutes later, goes, who are you? And he runs out. Look that one up. It's really good. I mean, not you. The, yeah. The, yeah. And that the, was the, last week, was it? Or That's pretty know. recent. Yeah. It's uh, from this school. Very creative people out on the internet. They're clearly not here and in Hollywood. some very good researchers <laughs> out there. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. One to let us know that the December's Revolt in uh, oh, the show horrible. was in the 1890s. They are horrible. Do not they, a good band. Do they have a loot player? Is there some sort of medi- medi- <laughs> mid- sure medieval? It's oh. like ten people in the band. I hate that. In the band. I I can barely take uh, Arcade Fire because there's just there's, there's someone cranking one of those monkey oh Italian <laughs> whatever those organ. They things. are so organ good grinding. live. I saw them at the uh, <laughs> I don't at care. the Troubadour, and they were it I, was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I preferred the, Cheap Trick. I saw the Pixies on Friday. Oh, where'd they play? They played at the Echo. It was like really 150 people it, because it was the first show that they'd done with their new bass player. Oh, Kim Dale's not in the Pixies anymore. No, no, she quit. She quit in the middle of rehearsals. Oh, bummer. Yeah, uh, apparently she had had enough, and uh, they hired uh, the guitarist from the Muffs. Who? Why didn't they hire it? me? I'm a great bass player. Well, you should have put yourself. You're not out a there. woman, right? Yeah, not all women. Um, and it was such a fun show. I mean, they just played like an hour and a half, just straight. Just how fat is, is Frank Black now? He, he lost a bunch. Oh, of Oh, he's weight. not fat anymore. Oh, he's still fat, but okay. he lost a bunch. He's not of like weight. like cartoonishly fat. He's yeah, just, yeah. Okay. How did you hear about the show? I didn't hear. Just from uh, the the drummer is a friend of mine. Oh right, Marty's in the the Pixies universe. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it was. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I, I, uh, I really, oh, I'm sorry I couldn't go, but uh, it's really nice of you to reach out. Let me know that that was happening and, and, and that it was an option for me A year play. working free on a podcast and you can't even throw a guy a bone. By the way, if you'd like to I donate, was... uh, go to www.mugshottheater.blogspot.com. There's a donate button. Uh, I will dole out to the rest of the Murbs. No, People have been don't asking, donate. People there. have asked, like, how can we give you money? And I've, I have now made a donate uh, a page. I will tweet it. Uh, so you want to send me money? Is Emily shooting today? Uh, Emily got a new role uh, in another Fuck Shakespeare you. play, but it's one she's not familiar with, so she wanted to get to work Boning on that. Ah, uh, okay. Good for her. It's called... But she did book another commercial. She missed the boob talk. I know. It's terrible. But weren't we a little freer for it? No, are you kidding? I wanted her perspective on this, because I was, yeah. you know, thought it would be... We just would have been looking at her boobs the whole time. Um, That's good podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's good cast there. <laughs> That's good pod. You're drooling on the mic, mm. Bill. <laughs> Uh, what do you got, Steve? I've never looked at her boobs. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a gentleman, which shocking. I know when, you, when, when I run my mouth, but I, I've never checked her out. I don't know if, if I just if you showed me someone's body without the head, I would not. Oh, that's Emily. So that would be a good. We'll save it for next week. <laughs> so it's www.mugshottheater.blogspot.com. Donate, and I will give some money to Bill. None, All right, no, none, we'll come none, up with our own. None to Marty. Well, our own fund. Nobody's going to go there. They will. I've already gotten money. Really? Yeah. From whom? People have been tweeting me like, how can I give you some money? Thanks. They say thanks for the free comedy. And I correct them. I say, this is not free. This is... Uh, this this. Right, my hour, it's, my it's hourly suggested donation. My hourly gonna, rate is not being covered. So if you, right, we if need to like, come up with a PayPal. If, uh, no, I, I have done no, it. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's so inconvenient. We're going to do it. So we'll, we'll hook it up to the Tumblr. We'll hook it up to the Tumblr page. Dot com to donate button. No, we'll, we'll come up with our own donate button. Mugshot Theater. 
<laughs> don't do it. Don't do no, it. Please do yeah, it. We'll come up with one. Next week, we'll have one. And each week, I will hand out the money to the, the Merps oh based, based upon how right. they uh, have uh, been on acting. Performance. <laughs> on performance. Hey, James. And then it yes. will take money away. we're close to that time. Are we close to that time? Yeah. That sounds like Are we going to dip idea. our hands into the mail sack? I think we're going to do is it. Is this the shorter song or is this still the long? No, this, this is the, the Zeppelin this version. The this is the Zeppelin version because the other one is we're just We're going to dip in the mail sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. Get over the gate of eagle sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. Get over the gate of eagle sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. Get over the gate of eagle sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. I want to get my hands in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> no, it was too long. <laughs> and doubling, See, doubling the time does that, not make it – it makes it – Shorter, but it doesn't make it better. It needs an edit. It needs right. just a, and a, see. There's... That was my note early on, and Dan jumped down my throat. Um, but we, by the way, Tyson, we are super I think grateful it's perfect, for that. Tyson, I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's a. It's I a need great, that break to check my phone. To, to you check your phone throughout the whole fucking show. Yeah, I, that's. An, I didn't used to do that. It's a new thing. Because we're boring with myself. No, no, no. Because you're also <laughs> looking up stuff, and that's good. Yeah. Uh, first one is uh, from Darren see, uh, Brian Schopf. Sh- 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 he says he finds Emily O'Hara's nerd voice sexy. Is it wrong? Um, see, and I've never listened. I've never looked at her. I've never listened to her. I block her mic from my <laughs> my, my can, so I don't know what she sounds like. Um, I, I like her nerd voice. Very like nerdy. This. I'm working on a multi-sided die. So many sides, it's actually a ball. <laughs> Do you think she does like uh, like uh, role playing sex? Like that's you know. That's so hot. That's so hot. Wait, okay. Has anybody here done ever done role playing in the bedroom? No, I mean like little role playing. Like she rolls a dice. You you have a sexy list of seventeen. Proceed with caution. Do you find like role playing at all sexy? No. Uh, In my case, no. I have a recurring role as a guy who disappoints a woman. (laughs) Really? Me too. Oh my god. Here's a good typecast. We have the same fetish. That's so weird. Bill. Uh no, I, yeah. It just seems I like I don't. I don't. Seems need, way too much effort. I save my craft for the stage. <laughs> save it for the stage. I say. I don't. I don't perform in the bedroom. Yeah, I just. It seems like too much work for like. Uh, I just want to do it and go to sleep. Yeah, because I mean, you okay, are. Let's you are a, uh, like just a beacon of sexuality. I just want to do it and go to sleep. Let's say oh, you ahead. you do the whole thing. You you know you put on the cape and the fucking whatever the thing is. I'm the superhero. You're the fucking villain. Whatever. That's great. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Do you know All how right. role-playing works? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which superhero? Which like, villain? I'm the boss and you're the secretary. No, you're no, but the, there are superheroes and villains. I mean, people yeah, yeah, But it would be, a, it would be a superhero and the damsel. Like, I save know, me, Spider-Man. Be, no, no, absolutely no, she, she, she's uh, You haven't seen any of the, uh, the porn parodies. Yeah. Oh, I've seen them. I know. You people but are weird. The point is, uh, you still have that feeling after after you're, it's all said and done. I, I mean, you now, look you, now your, you're a jerk in a fucking cape. Right. You look at your soiled uh, <laughs> yeah. tunic and you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. What have I become? What have I done? <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm borrowing from, from my own stand-up when I was a kid, but it, 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 it it's similar to my joke about anal sex is like pancakes. Yes. Where uh, pancakes are the fucking, it's like, we're going to make pancakes. This is going to be great. Awesome. Sunday morning pancakes. And the second you have finished the pancakes, you, immediate regret. Like, yeah. why do we eat pancakes? So, the yeah. second you have finished anal sex, <laughs> you are like, 
Why did I have anal? No, it was such a good idea until I'm looking at, oh, uh, what a mess. <laughs> what have I done? What have we done? There you go. Just batter everywhere. Oh, these, we're going to burn these sheets. Oh. Like, seriously. That'll these never come out. Thousand count Egyptian cotton. Oh, what did you eat for dinner? What is that? What is that? Is that kimchi? <laughs> God damn it, it it's, smells like fermented something in here. It's called Santorum. Oh, the, the frothy mix of, of fecal matter and, and, and lube? Yeah. That created by some, anal sex? That is sometimes the oh, byproduct Jesus. of anal sex. If you go to, if you, I call that Indian food. If you Google search Santorum, <laughs> that's what comes up. God bless him. God bless Dan Savage. Who was interviewed on uh, Mark Maron's podcast this week? Great, great po- podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast you listen Look to it. to find out about. We be- talk better about all. Wisdom. We talk about yeah. all forms of of uh, mass media. media. Yeah, of potting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> as we're in the mail sack, here we go. <laughs> All right, this one's from Darren. It says, saw Alicia. Darren wrote us? Yes. Can you believe Stop it? Stop the presses. Stop the recording. Uh, How dare he? Saw Elysium bothered me sli- slightly that Matt Damon's character didn't save his girlfriend and kid. They were only taken to Elysium Spoilers. because Kruger used them to bait him. Regards, <laughs> Darren from Wolf, Wolf Amsterdam. You should have read it as Darren. I know I should have, but I don't. Is that a question? Or is that a comment? That's just. A- Statement. It's a statement, and uh, I, yeah, I didn't really care for uh, Elysium at all that much. Did you guys see it? Yes, I did. Oh yeah, and we talked. I about did it. not. I thought it was very average. Yeah, I, mean, I do I'm think behind. he's the best at. I do think he's the best director out there at, at incorporating CGI and making it look tangible. Uh, let's wait till Gravity comes out. But uh, you know, yeah, Alfonso there aren't, like, monsters like armies of robots in Gravity. Yeah, but, word, the, I, but there's more seamless. Like Sandra Bullock's in it. That's a that's pretty much a robot. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Oh, hey, hey. Uh, we got tra- traffic and weather on the fives. Ninety five point five. I just saw Man of Steel last night. Oh, how was it? I liked it. I thought it was a great uh, reboot. Yeah, and it's ironic you're wearing. A, <laughs> he's Superman wearing a t-shirt. super <laughs> Cleveland T-shirt. I believe it is. Super yeah. C. That's, that uh, wasn't a question, and that was just he was bugged by the plot. The plot sucked. Yeah. That was a yeah. bad script. You are correct, Darren. And, and yeah, I mean, well played. The other thing is, why <laughs> is there? Why aren't there any of those stupid machines on Earth? Like, it, oh, don't, once you un- start peeling the onion, it's yeah, just it's it. a poop onion. <laughs> just let it go. It's a bad movie. <laughs> see, uh, what did I see that was good? I don't know. Something. See something else. All right, I've got one that's from Steve in the UK, uh, and it's an audio, audio podcast. Nice. I mean, podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, oh, sorry, just bringing it up. Well, we can intro Hello it. To, um, whatever combination of merps are in the house today. Steve is here. Sorry about ah, the cold, I'm slowly Steve dying boost. off. But I wanted to join the exclusive club of listeners who have dropped a length of audio into Marty's sack. First off, I want nice. to thank I you guys for merping every Tuesday. And though I don't get to listen live, the podcast makes my Wednesdays go much faster. Also, congrats to Bill on his fine work on Lost Planet 3. At the time of recording this, I'm only about um, two hours in, so I can't really properly rate the game yet, but Bill's work on it's really good, actually. And especially from a game from Capcom, uh, it's much deeper than I was expecting. Mm, cool. I recently started doing some game videos on YouTube, and my question is, do any of you have any good tips or advice to help a complete voice noob improve? I'd appreciate any pointers or maybe books of anything you could suggest. Thanks in advance for your response. And while I won't go as far as fuck Cleveland, I'd probably drunkenly motorboat it down a dark alley. 
Thank you. <laughs> ah, excellent. Well played. Well played. Good. Good. Good show, sir. Yes. What was his question? I didn't. Uh, I was so uh, uh, his enraptured for, in his dulcet tones. I know. He's fucking British people. I mean, he's probably like you know a, like a mook. I like, think that's three Darren feet tall. again. That was Darren. No, no, no. no. Their no that, are is, different. that is my good friend Steve Boost. I love Steve Boost. He's a great guy. Yeah. So Steve in yeah. the UK. He's, he's, well, you got the vocal quality. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we can give you any any advice on. <laughs> what was his yeah. question though? I didn't. He's doing a video game pod. Uh, podcast on youtube i think it was yeah video yeah like or whatever. video game videos um yeah just uh just get comfortable you know do, do a bunch of dry runs before you post and just get comfortable with the technology so you're not juggling too many things and you can just be yourself and, yeah. and focus on your opinions and and yeah and stay true to what you really feel i mean don't don't pander just because it's a big game and everyone yeah say what you mean say what you feel about the and game don't overthink yeah. it just yeah. post it and get on to the next one. Yeah, it's not about using. It's not about finding. It's not about developing a voice. It just, you've, it's already your voice. You just used it in that in that yeah. mail. But he's talking about his literal voice or his now, if you're creative about, voice. Yeah, if you're talking about voice over, uh, you got it covered, dude. You got yeah. You've got a great voice. Yeah, I'm fucking wet, dude. Like, a my lot panties of... are moist. I don't know where the fuck you live, <laughs> but if you my if nipples you're just got chalky, if, you, if I got chalky nips thinking about your fucking voice. <laughs> And I'm a straight man. I love tits and pussy. But Jesus Christ, your voice is like, it's like blowing a unicorn. It is just amazing. <laughs> your voice is like listening to the Beatles for the first time. It is, yeah. wow. Wow, that's, I'm that's a too much. Out. <laughs> but, I'm uh, very horny. My girlfriend's out of town. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the masturbatorium has just been in full effect. I have no seed in my body. And Steve Boost, make sure you... Uh, tweet us when you get start posting videos, and we will uh, shout, yeah, give it a shout around. out. Uh, next email is from Shamar. It says, "Hey guys, big fan, long time listener, third time emailer. That that is, I rem- do remember your previous emails. I just want to say, Ray isn't your only black listener. I am also of African descent. However, I'm a hundred percent sure I'm the sole Jamaican listener. Uh, thanks for the free funny. <laughs> thanks for the free funny. And Cleveland isn't that bad. Then again, I've never been. It is free funny." Uh, and this is a challenge to all the Jamaican listeners, all the the thousands of you who have not tweeted in or emailed. Uh, get get back to us on that and let us know I mean, if Shamar is right. You've they've heard our our theme song, right? Our opening theme. That's a little Caribbean, yeah, a little, yeah you know absolutely. What I mean? Yeah. Who made that theme song? Uh, I believe that was uh, Jordan Monsanto's uh, brother that might have done it. I believe that is Soka. That is not uh, reggae, but it's a... Yeah, but who's counting? Well, I don't know. We can do this for them. Here's for our our Jamaican listener. Big up, big up now. Shabba, shabba. Rastafari. Ever living, ever faithful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no woman, Lost no Robin Run. No woman, know. no cry. No woman, know. no cry. There you go. You're welcome. I was listening to a, a, a Jamaican band the other day. On on why? Well, they're actually from New York, but they so play, you were they play reggae. No, I was. Yeah, I was at the gym. That's I'm usually stoned. Uh, they're called the, the Bad Brains. And oh, yeah. oh yeah, Bad Brains. They uh, yeah. a friend of mine used to be in them. Oh, uh, wow. Chuck Mosley. Yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. When the guy left, but it, it, left Faith No More and got in Bad Brains. They um, they sing. Their lyrics are about peace and love. They have the the Rasta spirit, but it is married to some of the fucking most aggro, heavy <laughs> punk metalish. And I remember seeing them as a kid. They're still around, I think. But yeah. it, it it really is music that makes you want to punch people in the face. But then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh, they're talking about you know loving one another and peace. And it was a very odd uh, dichotomy of. 
of things. Yeah. Excellent. So listen to the bad brains. With an open and, mind. And punch someone in the face while you sing about peace. <laughs> World love. And, yeah. Oh, it's just like all that hippie music about peace didn't make me, it, it felt PC. And this definitely feels weird. Got it. Non sequitur. Uh, Next mail. All right. This one's from Robert. And he says, good morning. Um, good mornings, Murps. I heard you guys talking about syndicated shows last week and where, uh, and is, is where the money is at. I was wondering if you have heard about Charlie Sheen. That's a Sheen. bad sentence. Yeah. And his new show, Anger <laughs> Management, where he had a deal. If the first 10 episodes did well, he would be guaranteed uh, another 90. So he will have 100 episodes and will have, uh, and they've already filmed 60, which means once they're done filming next year, the show will go into syndication and Charlie Sheen will make $30 million. I didn't know that. I don't know anything about the show. Is, is it a scripted show? Yeah, it's on FX. And is it? It's a multi-camera sitcom, right? Yes. And what's the premise? He's an anger management guy, and there's neighbors. I don't know. I I, I barely got through one. Uh, did you meet on it? No, I, no. It, it did not seem funny to me. Surprise! That's yeah. just a shocker because you know he's the king of uh, sitcoms. What with uh, I thought he was Spin good City on and... two two and one half men. I mean, it's not a good show, but he just, I couldn't get through an episode. I, he there's something there with that guy, but yeah, this is uh, it's a money deal. It's uh, uh it's complicated to and not that interesting but uh yeah don't wa- don't watch charlie sheen shows give, give <laughs> but money he's great in major league give money to bill donate um, donate it at mug <laughs> all right we have another email this is from ash williams not really a question just ash a, williams yeah he emails every week. i know this dude right yeah and it's it, his emails are usually just sort of like the stream of consciousness statements okay uh to steven your sam jackson voice sounded like chris tucker last week the black recast of jackass would be called black ass recast <laughs> nice. seven brides for seven brothers with a puerto rican cast and have all the guys calling each other uh poppy chulo Emily, do you just play the Lovecraft RPG, or have you read any of his fiction? Thanks, Emily. Oh, uh, no, not here. Uh, thank you, Ash. I did Sam Jackson. I don't remember. Um, you were doing. Oh, it was an all-black version of Glengarry Glen Ross. Yeah, the motherfucking right. leads. Yeah, yeah. People listen to this shit. Wow, <laughs> I don't remember that. Next one's from Steve uh, in San Antonio. By the tw- time I was twenty-six, I was divorced twice. Whoa. I'd married a woman one year older than me and a woman the same age as me. Obviously, those did not work out. I met a woman 13 years older than me. Uh, We have been married for 12 years. Congratulations. Uh, My two best friends are uh, married to older women, and one is 11 years older, the other is 9 years older. As you can imagine, we talk about it a lot. We've come to the conclusion that older women um, are done with the game playing and have developed into independent women. That's my two cents. Have a great week. Thanks. These aren't guys. questions, are they? They're no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah. If you see, if you email, uh, you know, questions are are welcome. But that, this is actually an interesting story because we talked about it last week. Uh, I don't. I didn't listen. Oh my god! You don't. You're not <laughs> listening don't. now. Can you turn him down in my cones? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to catch up with NPR. They have the Decemberists on. It's fucking great. So when'd you pick up the zither? Uh, grad school. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it. I was getting my philosophy PhD, and I had my PhD from working in a coffee and house. And uh, okay, so here's my quick question, and maybe the the, uh, the the twerks, whatever they're called out in the, the twerkosphere, can answer this. <laughs> At what point did baristas start painting 
Monet's and the tops of lattes in the foam. Oh, what was geez, the like yeah. tipping point? I mean, is it is it all art majors who can't get work and now they're baristas and they're going to? Or did Banksy do it and then everyone's following? Yeah, right. What? <laughs> and because I'm not a part of the coffee culture, as you can imagine, uh, I just drink tea. My, this Have is you my, ever drunk coffee? Yes, I used to be addicted to coffee, but I don't drink it anymore. So I don't get uh, eleven dollar lattes with a you know a, a Snoopy on the top. But when well, did that start? Okay, when did that well, happen? Well, because <laughs> coffee culture has become incredibly uh, a, a, an elitist sort of um, you know yeah. form, you know where. People can, for a few dollars, be really snobby, yeah. and you know, like you bought. Steve here brought bought me a sixteen dollar cup of sixteen dollar cup of coffee at La Mel. Well, it's taking a little far. Yeah, I, I did. Mean, he did. What well, the fuck after, was I doing after we had goat? We went there like years ago, <laughs> and you're like, I'm buying. Really? And, yeah. Well, I and, must. I must. And it's this hungover. crazy thing. Yeah, you were totally. Okay. Hungover. Yeah. That uh, does not sound like me. So I, I got this cup of coffee, and there's you can pick of any type of bean, and then you can pick how it's poured. And so I was like, oh, I'll have these Japanese coffee filters. <laughs> you mean how it's poured? What hanging upside down from a trapeze? Yeah. I mean, so what? then this guy comes to the table, and he like pours it from this, you know, temperature controlled coffee pot or water pot oh and then he starts pouring in the filter and i'm like great thanks and then he keeps standing there and he goes no i i'm I have to do the whole thing and like there's a special method that and so we're sitting there for like a good like seven minutes with this guy pouring this cup of coffee little by little in this in a special pattern and you know at the end of the day it tastes like coffee yeah and it was delicious but uh, you know thank goodness steve was paying for it I really paid for that. Oh yeah, oh, I, I must have. Been. Yeah, you were treating me. It was Did very I say nice. How of much? You? Uh, sometimes I really fucking hate L.A. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Is it douchey? Pretentious shit. Yeah. Just pour the fucking coffee. Yeah. Let me be on my way. Yeah. Half I gotta wait for you to do a fucking rain dance to, for my but coffee. But people get off on them. People are really adamant Ugh. about the paper that they filter Read their books, coffee. People. Yeah. Get a life. And uh, you know, intelligentsia has their crazy expensive coffee. And like I said, I, I am in the tea culture, so I spend six bucks for a year's worth of green tea. <laughs> but even tea, right. you get you go to these these Chinese stores where there are teas that are, that are three hundred dollars. They're pound. always pushing it on me. They, yeah. think, they think, oh, I heard from Marty, you you a big spender. You got a lot of money. You buy tea. I'm like, no, I'm not three hundred dollar fucking silver monkey white tea. No, I, I, we train the monkey the, to pick the tea, <laughs> leaf by leaf. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't. But we, the question was, when did they start doodling on the top of lattes? Yeah, well, someone answered that. It's part of that culture. But there are barista competitions, and that's prob- where it came from. I mean, yeah. in in Italy, they they do the whole steamed milk thing, and that's they noticed that they could make little designs, and then they did it. The, yeah. Wasn't the original? It's called a cappuccino because it's named after. Uh, the, the hairstyle of Italian monks, the capuchin monks. Yeah, where they have the, oh. the hair around the side, the crown of the head, and that's where the uh, the coffee. When you would foam it, that you'd get the coffee color in a circle, and then the white in the center. So it was like oh, that makes the sense. hair, and then the bald spot, and that's why it was called a cappuccino. Oh. Now that it's got a leaf in it or whatever the fuck, I don't know. I don't know why yeah, it's still it's called a cappuccino. A, I did not know that. Well, uh, pipe in if you want to. Uh, Tyson, and actually, you can go, Tyson. Uh, tweeted uh, latte art so there is a its own little um, Wikipedia oh, entry things. 
because that's it's, important for everybody to know. It's probably obviously. from the same people who who draw shamrocks and hearts in the uh, foam of Guinness pours. And uh, Brian points out the obvious that it's to get tips. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. There okay. you go. So sh- there you go. Sweet. Uh, this next email is from David Watson in Arcata, California. We have a California listener. Where's yes, Arcata? Is Arcata that where, is up north. That's where Tyson lives? That's by Tyson, yeah. Oh, by the way, Tyson, thank you. Uh, he Isn't emailed... that where Joan of Arcadia was supposedly the place? <laughs> no, that's Arcadia, California, which is down here. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, Tyson did send in an edited version, so we will play yeah, that next I'll week. Yeah, I'll get that plan. Uh, Dear Morning Show gang, I've been listening for a while now and finally decided to contribute. To, Me too. To start off. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't made that, gonna... I haven't made that decision yet. <laughs> I think about it. Keep thinking about it. <laughs> Bill is on his phone right now. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, to he's, start, he's, a busy, he's a busy guy. Hey, this is free funny. Uh, to start off, I listen while I, uh, between calls on, uh, on the ambulance or attending Humboldt State University. Humboldt, baby. I was thinking of Send Emily's me some weed. critiques of Pacific Rim and how it failed to follow the plot and allowed the heroes to live. I felt for a long time that since Saving Private Ryan, the ending of action movies have been predicated on the hero's sacrifice. And I may be a big softy, uh, but I really enjoy the hero uh, off into the sunset thing. Uh, ending. Uh, do you think this is passe sentiment or does it reflect how the film industry is shifting back... Uh, Towards uh, a John Wayne aesthetic. Thanks for the free funny, Dave in Arcata, California. P.S. There are far greater, there are far greater evil than Cleveland. Fuck Canada. Uh, oh, <laughs> too soon. You're, the first you started a t- cultural yeah. turf war. You're, create, yeah. you're baiting Chris Brown uh, and PDG and all the other Canadians. Also, you called Cleveland evil. <laughs> Is it far greater, been, far greater than, than Cleveland? I don't think that's ever been done before. I don't think I was ever thought Cleveland was evil. No. Yeah, it's like... Meaningless, useless. Yeah, Orlando is evil. A cesspool. Is, yes. But yeah. Is, evil? Is the baby who's born in, you know, just a shithole, is that evil? No. Yeah. It's just just a victim of circumstance. A shithole baby. Uh, Cleveland so, is a beautiful girl with a cleft lip, and you're like, oh, uh, this... So this, much potential. This clo- your boobs are beautiful, but oh, that mouth... Yeah, sorry. Butterface. Butterface. Uh, so the question is: Cleveland has great tits. Uh, yeah, let's start that that's one. That's a new one. Yeah, the Cleveland's question, a butterface scepter. Get it out, Marty. Spit it out. Oh my God. Jesus Fuck fucking you. Christ! Take control of your fucking podcast. Control. <laughs> I have an eternity to torture your flesh. What's that from? Is that? It's oh, that's a no, no, no. That's a Batman scissor right? face or needle face. Oh, oh, pinhead. 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 Scissor face to pinhead. (laughs) We all know what you're talking about. Uh, So the question is, has Hollywood gone soft and going towards... Well, the one thing is that... Next question. The movies that we see are these comic book movies. Marvel has to protect its franchise. They're not going to kill off their heroes. So they always are going to win in the end. Um, I watched a really good movie. I screened it with Lance Mountain because Riddick is coming out. We watched Pitch Black. Oh, yeah. And Pitch Black, you should go back and rewatch. It's David really Tui. good. David Tui. Uh, and it, it launched, unfortunately, Vince, uh, Vince, Vince Diesel's, Vince. Vince Von Diesel's yeah. career. <laughs> I met him once and I actually called him Ving because Ving Rames was huge. I was like, so, Ving, what do you... Uh, my name is Vince or whatever. Vince. <laughs> Uh, so biggest terrible. fucking... He got atti- his own name wrong. Biggest attitude yeah. I've ever met. But you know what? He, what he... 
pre- predicted have I'm a big, big star. And, uh, I'm like, you look like you work at a deli. Like, you literally look like you should be <laughs> cutting pastrami and putting on a fucking rye bread. But anyway, watch. What movie was it? Oh, Pitch Black. Because he's not the the star. Like, he he wasn't a product at that point when he made Pitch Black. Right. And I'm not going to spoil it. Well, maybe I will. Fuck you. It's yeah, fucking it's 12 years decade, old. Yeah. Wake, wake the fuck up, people. Um, the hero dies in it. There is that... that uh, I die in Lost Planet 3. Oh, I've been Spoilers. playing it for like three days now. Oh. If you play it wrong. If you play it wrong. Yeah. Isn't it a video game? I die like five times an hour if you yeah. suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, watch right. that movie. That that Yes, you should kill the hero. Pitch it, Black, uh, then the Chronicle of Ri- Chronicles of Riddick. Don't watch that one. No? Skip that one. But see Riddick that's out now, but I... I I, I I agree with him. The, the the happy ending is kind of ridiculous. Ro- it, it, look at Rocky. He didn't win the fight. That the point yeah, was you always the forget that. The point was no, not I, to beat the, the, the opponent. It, it's the point about was it's about was tra- strength of spirit. Yes. Yeah. And that same thing overcoming with bad news, his fears. Same thing with bad news bears. Yes. And those they came out win. like within two that years broke of each my other. My heart that they lost in bad news bears. I, I know. As a kid, as a kid, it broke my heart too. But as an adult. It's like, so bravo, fucking bravo. I, I got it as an adult, but as a kid, I was like, no, they're supposed to win. Right. That's not the way it goes. But they have such but a that, great time. That party they're having at the end yeah. is exactly what I was talking about, yeah. uh, about like, Cleveland's attitude. It's like, right, you can yeah, take lost. this trophy and you shove lost. it up your ass. We yeah. lost, but we're having way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that movie, so that's a, those two movies are a reflection of the time because those two movies came out, uh, Rocky and Bad News Bears, came out as we were leaving the Vietnam War, which we lost. Lost. So America was in this sort of mm. place where we had to celebrate spirit Yale, as opposed Yale, to victory. Yale, Yale, what? Yale, no, this is Yale, me. Yale, this is not. Yale. This is not something I learned in a, a class. The whiff and poofs. In the whiff and puffs. Um, <laughs> yes, in the eighties came, and, and then it was, it was the era of Reagan and Rambo had and to Rambo destroy had everybody. Right, let's go Kick back to Vietnam. And win exactly. This time. Yeah, and that's exactly what missing that in was. action. So yeah. Chuck Norris. Chuck we need Norris. to lose more. That's, yeah, that's, Vietnam really I got its ass Jesus. whooped in the eighties uh, by American cinema. Yeah, totally. <laughs> was a, there was an ass whooping. There's some serious revisionist history. Yeah. So uh, to answer your question, and then Red Dawn. Yes. How do you fit that in? Because that's Russia coming and kicking our asses. No, no, no but we win in the end. Yeah. Do we win in that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We gave Russia Cleveland. You can have Cleveland. <laughs> 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 So, did you we know what? Who was the guy? Who? What was the dude's name? Who's Patrick Swayze? Patrick, no, the guy who wrote the question. Patrick Swayze <laughs> from the grave, writing in. Hey, what, what's your favorite movie? I was in. Oh, it's Donnie Darko. All right, next question. Dave and Arcata. Dave, write a write a script. Write 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 your own story. Make your own movie. Make your own fucking movie. No, not a dick. No, he wasn't complaining. I'm not. I'm saying he was saying that he enjoyed the happy endings. Oh, he was. Yeah, he says he's. I I tuned out. I was thinking about Kate Upton's boobs. (laughs) And they're too big. They're just too big. They're too much. They're too much. I wouldn't know what to do without that beautiful, luscious flesh. I walked into a Hooters in Beijing, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced. There's not a lot of boobs in in China. Uh, It's Hooters with a question mark. It was. It was Hooters. Yeah, Hooters. Hooters. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Come on by. Push them all together to make one good one. I see bit of lumps in oatmeal. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you. Next emails from Andy D. And Marty's mom, if you're listening, you can tune out now. I'm think um, the racist character is done. I got it. It's hard, hey hard on my lungs. Long time nich sprechen. Uh, been super busy with work holiday in Amsterdam. Bill, if I had known you were coming to London, I'd have bought you a beer. I'd have drank it. You can buy us a beer. Go to mugshottheater.blogspot.com. Did you, <laughs> did you go out in Camden? Did I? Uh, I went out in super touristy Leicester Square. Uh, I went out um, in uh, Couch End. I think those are my only two nights out in London. So he says, that's my home turf. Awesome place full of cool bars and pubs. If you passed by, uh, definitely check it out next time. Now, this makes me think of uh, World's End. Did you guys saw it? I haven't seen it yet. I'm excited oh, about it. No. But one of the things that they rail about is the corporatization of pubs and how all these um, neighborhood pubs have been pot- bought by big corporations and then basically whitewashed into like, oh, ye old time pubby, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's one. Is of, that really what the movie's about? That's one of the things that, okay. that I saw it. I, it's a, like one joke in it, but yeah. it's really about but a the, loser I, re- I recapturing know. his yes. glory. But but and there are robots or something. As in all their films, there are lots of themes that are delved into, and uh, it takes place in a town that was basically a sort of product. You know, it was a, a sort of an artificial suburb that was you know it's, that was built up to be sort of like a village, but it was. In commuting distance of London, uh, so anyhow, that's good movie, good good movie. Not not uh, didn't blow my mind the way Shaun of the Dead did, but uh, still really enjoyable. How to rank with Hot Fuzz? Uh, I, you know what? I it's all their movies benefit from repeat viewings, and really? so yeah. And I th- I think that I will en- enjoy it more. How's the delightful it. Martin Freeman? Uh, he's great. He's really God, good. I like him, and and I like that Rosamund Pike. Is that the chick? That's the chick. Yeah, she's good. Uh, Do you know Simon Pegg uh, quit, had to quit drinking? I read an E, e-, e- Entertainment Weekly. Uh, because of that movie? Article. No, he quit drinking like three years ago. And, uh, you know, he was saying there's a reason that there's 12 steps, like 12 bars, 12 steps in the film. It's kind uh, of a... a um, Metaphor? Yeah. So, uh, like a subtle Simil- nod to simile? his recovery. <laughs> I wonder if each... Uh, I have to go back to all the, the, the names of the pubs and wonder if they reflect the, the, each of the 12 steps. Uh, interesting story. The interesting guy. But what a bummer. He stopped drinking, man. He used to be cool. He drinking be fun. is fun. Drinking's what a, really what fun. What a fucking pussy. Yeah. Keep he, drinking. Quitter. I like beer and boobs that aren't... Too, too big, big. Right, the right size <laughs> and then and don't have ashy nipples Andy did also add uh, something chalky. for Emily chalky nipples right. yeah chalky where he says uh, the X-Men cartoon theme sounds a lot like Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight I don't think that means anything to us because you, do you watch the show? Uh, I haven't watched it in a while I've yeah. watched like maybe, right. we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get that back to that, that mashup with, uh, yeah. with when Emily's here um, next yes. one's from Lou. Hey, we love hey, Lou. Lou. And what's Lou's real name? Lou Fishes. Lou. Lou is her, Louise. Probably. Is this, uh, what's the show? Lulabelle. Lulabelle. Luann. Luann. Louis. Lou is a dude's name usually, so I'm just curious well, what her. It's what cute. Her, I think it's. Her. I think it's adorable, but what's adorable? Uh, hello, lovely Merps. Due to the terrible inconvenience of employment. Uh, meetings. Now what's that uh, like? I have to miss tomorrow's show again. Now what the fuck show. does she do? There's endless meetings. What? What is? Does she like work at a meeting factory? <laughs> do they, they mass produce meetings for Costco. She's always in a meeting. 
please tell us what you do so I can tell you not to have so many meetings. You need to fucking sit <laughs> in your you cubicle. Just tell her not to have so many meetings. Just say I'm not available for meeting. Just put it in a fucking email and then sit in your cubicle and listen to this nonsense. Tuesdays don't work for our, for me. Yeah. Tuesdays when whatever time it is, wherever you just are, block it. Go to Outlook and block that time. Block out. it. Fuck it. Why are you in so many goddamn meetings <laughs> uh, and so- conference calls? Don't get me started. But. And also, are they hiring? I need a job. Uh, last week, you were talking about cheating, so I had uh, a question. Which five celebrities are on your freebie list? We talked about this before. Kate Upton. Um, yeah, she'd be on my list. You, you know uh, that list of famous people you can sleep with, uh, and your current, future, imaginary other half can't get mad, mad about. Mary um, Louise Parker, but 10 years ago. And can some of you keep it to just five? You know what? I, I get the sense that Mary Louise Parker is batshit crazy. I don't know. She's, I have nothing I'm to base this talking about banging her for a night and then going back to my wife. Um, right, that's your ma- your imagine, your imaginary wife. <laughs> right, well, she, I'm a, she it's say, pretty imaginary that I'm going to end said, up banging Mary Louise Parker. She said, <laughs> current, future, yeah, I think you could close the deal. I mean, he, you know. Uh, my number one is Maria Bamford, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I could scream out, you hear that, Marty? That's what a man sounds like. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> I'm coming on her tits. Oh, it's so good. They're so small and perfect and not chalky or ashy. <laughs> oh man you know Good what stuff. Lou go to the meeting yeah. <laughs> go to the meeting <laughs> sorry to pull you out of the sorry meeting go back, meeting in. go back in <laughs> obviously you have something to talk about I like that Gemma Arterton oh she's she's cute yeah Yeah. you like the English girls huh? I do yeah me too um, Lou is English hey now mm. good afternoon um, if you were a celebrity Lou I'd add you to the top five yeah, so so James, who's on your list? Of the um, I've always had this thing for Halle Berry. I don't know what. I mean, she's from Cleveland. Yeah, is she really? Fuck yeah! All right. Well, Halle Berry, I think, would be uh, one. Did you see the call? Uh, I have not because I, I don't like this new trend of of movies where. The 911 operator also investigates the fucking crime and right. fucking saves the guy. Come on, man! Wait, that's a trend. Yeah, uh, outside of that movie, Rihanna been- in uh, Battleship was th- working at a console. Then she's on the sh- oh, fucking yeah, yeah. boat, uh, the landing skid out there shooting at robots. It's like, come on! This in real life, you have one job. You sit at the console and you look and go, "Did they get him yet?" You don't go out on the right. boat and fucking chase him down and all that. I, I don't like that. I can't suspend my uh, disbelief for that kind of shit. So the call seems like one of those where, hey, I'm taking this call. Women are now. I'm you in don't the like women being car. empowered. That's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly stay in your place. Stay in your fucking in your cubicle, place. Lou, and don't go to that meeting. <laughs> I would really like to fuck um, Cheryl Hines, which is huh. an odd. That is I, li- an I like uh, it just pretty. Anyone can. F- I fucked a pretty girl. It's not that great. It's like whatever. They, then the next morning you have to hear pretty girl talk as they're putting their makeup on. Yeah, but Cheryl Hines has this. And I and I've been trying to figure it out for years because she's kind of horse faced mm-hmm. and she's kind of nasally mm-hmm. and she, nice tush. I've seen her in per, in person, but it's that she puts up with Larry David in that show. And I that, that is a part of you. You can put up with Larry David. You can put up with me. So yeah. there's, there's something <laughs> about her character, not just you know, oh, she's some hot chick that I'd like to put my pee pee right, and which is why uh, what's her name, Mary Louise Parker. Just it just doesn't. Like she's very pretty, and I've yeah. I've, the I've, actors are hard for me because they're all fucking insane. Right. Yeah, I have to insane, say that insane, crazy. We're talking insane. about one night 
of I, it could be insane, crazy passion. You don't even have to it, talk to them. But I just you find don't have them, to win them over. Look, look at the look at the confines of the argument. You don't have to. Win I them understand over. that, it's but I fucking. find them less attractive because they're it's they're just, fucking actors. It's just fucking. That's Wait, why you're supposed well, to talk models to or porn stars because they're you know normal. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think Shirley's Throne is is really hot. I would have sex with her. Linda Cardellini yeah. would be on my list. Um, Who's the underworld chick? Oh, uh, Ugh, Kate, she's so, Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale. So cold. There's just she's so. I'm into a, that. Uh, well, <laughs> there you go. We're learning something. Just lay there. I want a horse faced <laughs> fucking Larry. Oh, just keep saying it. And I'm I'm right now at the age like you know Kate Upton is old enough to be my daughter. <laughs> That's just yeah. like Oof. it's like a less less sexy. I'm trying not to sexualize. Uh, Miley Cyrus in my head, and that yeah. video makes What's it very difficult. What's sexy about her? There's nothing. She's all bony and just. And I don't think there's any sex, anything sexy about people who try really hard. It should be effortless. She's trying really, really hard. Uh, Lou's real name is Louisa, by the way. Oh, wonderful, yes. Lulabel. Just like the. Uh, oh, was that right? Wait, Lou, you're supposed to be in a meeting. But get back in your meeting. This doesn't sound like. Oh, I hear. What is this? The uh, X-Men. X-Men theme. Da-na-na-na-na-na. I'm your baby tonight. That's what the... Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Kinda, nice. Yeah. Good call. Very yeah. very well done. Yeah, anyone can fuck a young, pretty actress in this paradigm, but it takes like a man to fuck like like Betty White or something like. <laughs> like I would. Wait, is there a middle ground? Can we find a middle ground? I, you there? know what? Is I that... would fuck Katie Seagal, and she's like, eh, she's a lot of miles on her, but yeah. Yeah, like, I, at least you'd have a story. Be like, well, I, that, that, I think that's fucking the, Al Bundy's uh... wife. He was blow, <laughs> right. blowing me. It was All right, awesome. we're running out of time, guys. That's I have one takeaway. last one the... last email. Got it. All right, here we go. Um, Wait, what's the takeaway for the today? The takeaway for today is uh, it takes a man to fuck Betty White. It takes a man to fuck Betty White. <laughs> and a lot of lube, because yeah, I'm sure you know. it's chalky every, like a motherfucker. She's ready to go, man. Uh, she's a fucking... She's a... She's a <laughs> she's Randy. You know what? Women need dick, even at 90. You just gotta, yeah. you know, you gotta grease it up. It's a fucking alkali flats <laughs> down there. Grease it up. Go ahead. You gotta grease that shit up. Go ahead, Marty. Uh, this is it. Good morning, bro. Marty, Beef James, Kruger, Emily. No, Emily. No. And according to this morning that. show historian Darren, uh, happy anniversary to Bill. You, Thanks, man. You still haven't found better work in a year. <laughs> uh, wow. That, uh, and you haven't found anything better to do with yourself, Chris Brown. Sadly, yeah. Sadly close Dude. to home. Um, Bit of a too, backhanded too compliment. <laughs> now that we've gone through one of the dullest movie summers in recent memory, are there any false sleepers you're looking forward to? For me, I'm excited about the family coming out this weekend. That's the Michelle Pfeiffer one, I think, that Luke Besson. And yeah, De Niro executive, pro- I mean, uh, Scorsese executive produced. This looks like a meaner My Blue Heaven. Yes. Oh, that's a terrible movie. God, that's awful. Or Married um, to the Mob or something. But, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it looks horrible. But Luc Besson, who's, you know, one of the, like, the worst storytellers, but at the same time, <laughs> I like his, some of his movies. Um, the che- one of the cheesiest directors ever directing, yes. like, some of the best actors. Uh, we'll see. That seems like What's that one? He's with- not directing it, is he? Yeah, Luc Besson oh. directed it. What's no. the one with 12 in the title? Uh, Monkeys. Third, that's about uh, yeah, year twelve, thirteenth hour takes place. No, no, in, you're, uh, it's like year twelve, halfway home, twelve year, yeah, seven year itch. No, year twelve. It's your next twelve. <laughs> it's or yeah, the year twelve. I want to see that room. one. Yeah, it's supposed to be really great. Yeah. That's out in theaters right now. Um, twelve cocks, one chick. Okay. Oh no, that's another movie. Twelve cops, one 
one chick. Let me finish this email. Twelve chicks, one cup. The trailer looked pretty dumb at first for the family, uh, but once I saw it, it was a Luc Besson flick. I have to give it a shot. No, you oh, don't no. have to give it a shot. He's horrible as a as a human being. He's horrible. Oh my god! What's the the Liam Neeson movie? Uh, Taken. Taken. He didn't make that, movie. but he wrote it. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's a dick. I can't wait for like the fourth or fifth installment, which will be like taken, re, taken re, a, retaken. Yeah, taking a nap, taking like, a back. Yeah, taking a shit. It, it's gonna be everything. <laughs> I think. Now, listen to me. That. You're gonna sit on the toilet. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw. I, I it was. Uh, I think last week when I saw at the World's End, they had a trailer for the family, and the whole audience just burst. It's you know like a asshole L.A. crowd who's too cool for school, and they watched, and everyone just burst into laughter at the end. Not yeah. not during the pat jokes, but the you know it's De Niro undercover, like what whatever the plot is. He's yeah. a mob guy now living somewhere else, and the wife they. Their old New York mob ways don't go so uh, don't go over so well in Europe. Like, oh, just tired jokes and you know, you know, De Niro. That he's hilarious. You know that comedy he was in. Yeah. Not, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. He is great in the uh, Meet the Midnight Run. Oh, uh, Midnight Run, and he's hilarious in uh, uh, Meet the Parents. Like he's hilarious in that movie. I don't. I stand corrected. Yeah, just fuck him. <laughs> fuck De Niro. Uh, there you go. Another takeaway from the show. So what, let me what, finish. The, what the, was the question? The, 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 oh. So he goes, uh, he wants to know what fall movies we're interested in. What's the uh, one with Sandra Bullock wait, in let space? Me finish. Gravity. Gravity. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, Gravity. Also, are there any directors that regardless of trailer, do you have to see the final product Terry before Gilliam. judgment? Terry Gilliam. There you go. Steve Soderbergh. All right. I mean, I have seen, basically saying uh, what directors will you see no matter what. You know, those are good ones. Right I have seen Behind the Candelabra so many times <laughs> that now I swear to God, last night I was watching it on HBO Latin. I was watching it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to fucking God. And I had to look up how to say wonderful in Spanish because my Spanish is, oh, shit, it's not there. But you know what is there? Mugshot Theater at blogspot.com. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, the other... <laughs> Where the fuck? 12 Years as a Slave is the other one that's supposed to be... Uh, that's killing oh, at the... She would have oath of Mokonomono for? Yeah. Uh, oh, I love him. He's great. Yeah. What's, it, what, what's his name again? That, the uh, bad guy from uh, I, I, Serenity. I, I, it's got incredible reviews from the Toronto Film Festival, so... It's Steve McQueen who directed yeah, it, right? Yeah, who not, did... Not the Steve McQueen... No, he's this is a guy who did Hunger and that that sex movie with uh, Fassbender. Mike, Michael Fassbender's penis. Yeah, it was actually really good. Yeah, it's good. I th- I want to see that space movie with uh, Clooney. See Gravity. Clooney Gravity looks yeah. good. Yeah, it's gotten uh, it has a ninety six on Medic at Metacritic. Um, what's, what's it doing in Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, the meeting was canceled. We still don't know what the meeting was about, okay? What do you do do for a living, Lou? What do you do? What do you do? 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 We'll have to wait till next week because (laughs) this show is over. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. Hit that
This has been a production of Smudcast Internet Radio.